the following podcast contains naughty language and ridiculous situations. Listener discretion is advised. Four years, and I would just like to say on behalf of all the crew, uh, thank you to everybody who's listened, gave us advice, hung out, um, and been awesome. Uh, And from me, I would like to thank everyone who's given us uh, love, advice, and hung out. I'd like to thank Johnny. I'd like to thank Monster Zero. And from the bottom of my heart, I would like to thank Ares. Uh, (laughs) Welcome to Trick or Treat Radio. Episode 209 of Trick or Treat Radio. Trick or Treat Radio is a phantasmagorical spin kick straight through the heart of pop culture, navigated by the Deadites. The Deadites are the world's greatest electroshock band. We destroy monsters, we drink booze, we win championship belts, and apparently we podcast for four years. Oh, shit. That's wild. That's a presidential run right there. <laughs> there you go. It's high, sc- it's high school. I'll be very surprised yeah. if we get reelected. <laughs> <laughs> there may be a coup. Yes. Yeah. And I love you, Michael Raymond Shadow. I love you. Ish. Oh. Why don't, you two just wow. blow, why don't you two just blow each other while we're at it? <laughs> why do you know we got, an, we got another room. Yes. Yeah. It's hot in those rooms. I don't want to get any more throat cancer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You would totally get throat cancer. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't have it before, you'd have it after yeah. that. Well, he did have it before. Yeah. No, I'm just saying a, if it's a real fucking thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. That really happened. It's not fake. Thanks for the sympathy card. <laughs> it's kind of sad. Hey, the check's in the mail. Yeah. All right, so we are live right now, if you're watching on the, on the live feed, that is. And this is our four-year anniversary show. And uh, I'm sure we'll talk about all the people we want to thank and, you know, and all that stuff later on. I did an intro. That's all. That's you all did. did. Okay. Yeah. We're done. Sorry. Everyone's thanked. Yeah. But uh, no, so for 209, 409, I'm giving us 200 more episodes. Whoa. Jesus. Jesus, don't do that. Slow, Slow down. I'm getting Damn. up into uh, in the territory of our guests, who I'm just going to introduce in just a second. But we are joined right now on the line by, I would say, one of our contemporaries, one of our good friends, and one of the sources of a lot of information that helped us yeah. get to where we are uh, you know, from, from, the, from the early days. I remember one story. We're at Rock and Shock. This is 2012. We just started the show about a few months prior. And I remember I used to edit the shit out of the show. And it would take me anywhere from four to six hours to edit. And and then the, the guy we're about to introduce said to me, he's like, no, don't fucking edit. Don't do that. You're an idiot. <laughs> don't fucking edit. You're going you're gonna to thank me later. It's not paraphrasing either, by the way. No, that's yeah. pretty much. He just much, said you're an idiot, and that was the end of it. That's pretty much exactly what he said. And uh, a couple years, well, I'd say probably a few months later, I took his advice and was like, yeah, fuck this shit. <laughs> and uh, now we're doing it live. There's no editing ever. And uh, I want to uh, introduce our good buddy and one of the forefathers of, of this. I know he, you know, he's a little too modest, but uh, we're, ha- we're talking to right now Bill by Force from outside the cinema. Hello. <laughs> it is you I'm looking That's for. That's like the, yeah, like the top, 
like <laughs> of the top two responses that you would have made, that was not in. Uh, that in was the one top of the two, two that could have been made. <laughs> right. I wonder who that old lady is sitting next to Mars. <laughs> oh, it's AJ Styles. <laughs> <laughs> it's Grandma Styles. <laughs> it's Turnstiles. <laughs> but yes, editing editing is for chumps. If you do a yeah. podcast and you edit, stop. <laughs> stop. Uh, our, bo- our boys over at the Cult of Muscle the other day it was amazing. One of them went to the bathroom. And that is amazing. In the other one, you could just hear him like the whole time. Three minutes, he was gone laughing at things on the internet that we couldn't hear. <laughs> I was like, this is the fucking best. <laughs> porno wise in there. Ooh, this is how you do it. I, I think Wait, when I met Bill, I just went over and started fucking sitting at his table and talking to him. Yeah, you did. Yeah. You, did. you showed up in full Deadites garb with your weird fucking bee fucking bug goggles and yep. <laughs> torn up fucking Suspiria t-shirt, if I remember right, and sure. pants that were bought at Walmart in 1992. Uh, no, sir. Those were bought at Chess King in 1992. <laughs> Keep telling yourself that. I'm still the same size I was in high school at the bottom. It's it's the top that I got stung My by a bee. Ankle, yeah. Ankles are still wonderful. Yeah. Meaning his feet are the same size. It's the rest of them that's grown. No, that, <laughs> it's, I, I look like a cartoon character that they tied like a string around and pulled, and the top of me got huge, like inflated, and the bottom of me got little. <laughs> like you, You're like a weird anime, one of those strange animes. Yeah. Everyone's just yelling things like, Tetsuo! Yeah. Kaneda! In all seriousness... Serious, serious, yeah, seriousness. That's what I'm gonna say. Uh, uh, congratulations, boys. Thank, Thank you. Man. Thank Thanks, you. man. Four years. I mean, we've been. I mean, OTC. We've been. We've been doing this for a long time, and the amount of shows that have come and gone uh, in the time that you guys have been on the air. Uh, I mean, just the 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 blind ambition to continue to do something like this is. I know how tough it can be, and it's yeah. it's accomplishment and. I love you guys, and Aww, um, I mean, I love you. the show, and I'm very proud of you, and very thank happy you. that you guys are still putting out um, a very high quality, better than most uh, other shows product. This are, you sh- are you sure about that? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I've never actually listened to an episode. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I gotta say something. Uh, thank you for staying at Bud the whole time. You know, because like, with the exception of you know some people that are gonna be on later, some people have like just fucking. Disappeared. Uh, I'm sure Bill knows all about that. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, fucking. Let me tell you. (laughs) Yeah. Who are they, Bill? Yo, I would start dropping names, and you guys would just have no friends left. In in all seriousness, though, like if you do a podcast and you friend up with people and you genuinely like the people, yo, stick with it. Like, take care of each other. Don't just like send a couple emails and like. You know, be like, oh, let me on your show, and then you'll be on our show, and then I'm going to never fucking talk to you again. Like, don't do that. That's, like, that's such bullshit. Just be part of it. Be yeah. part of the community. Take care of each other. Promote each other. If I had a dollar for every fucking asshole fucking podcaster that sent me a fucking email that was like, let's trade promos. Let's do this. Let's do that. And then, you know, totally when they get their own thing going on, then just drop you. Like, dude, I wouldn't have to fucking work anymore. Yeah, no, no, for sure. For you know, like I won't say names, but for every you guys are Cooper, Death Rattle, there are like definitely a, a, a bunch of dudes I just don't hear from anymore. Yeah, there's a so, lot. There's a lot. I could give you a list. Yeah, <laughs> I, I can't. I mean, there are certainly a lot who have been there since you know for a long time as well who are awesome. But like you know, uh, I won't. I won't list everybody and worry of forgetting. But like they're like, I get a message from somebody the other day, and I was like, I, I had legitimately thought that. 
Like they were like, "Hey, what have you been doing?" And it's like I, I didn't even know where to start. I was like, "Uh, I don't know. It's been like three years. I like plenty <laughs> things." Thanks for paying attention. Yeah. <laughs> well, you, I mean, you guys have been doing it a super long time. You guys, uh, I'm trying to remember. Twice I, as long. I think it was 4:43 tonight. 4:43. Just yeah. One, yeah. So Jesus. I mean, you guys have been doing it so fucking long. It's it's insane and. You know, I know I, I Mars had introduced me to you guys because I know he was listening to you guys before we started out. And uh, I was mostly listening to like gaming podcasts and like uh, just pop culture type stuff. And I wasn't listening to any film review podcasts at all. And he's like, oh, you got to check out Outside the Cinema. And so, you know, I did and, and loved what you guys were doing. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, you guys obviously, you know, I you guys aren't the first, you know, but the you cl- guys you guys are close and you yeah. guys have been doing it for a super long time. And like sure. you said, there's a bunch that have come and gone mm. since, since you guys have been doing it, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's, you know, it's funny. We were kind of like on the front end of that second wave of podcasting. It was like the shows that I listened to, it was, it was like cinema, cinema diabolica. Yeah, yeah. Them. And I went back and re-listened to like the pickled embryo stuff, but they had already stopped. Night of the living podcast was on then. Yeah. Um, love it those goes, yeah, those were like just a couple shows. I didn't even get into like that many shows, but like we started doing it right around a lot of the time. Like Cinema Diabolica was, I think, like seven or eight episodes ahead of us. So we kind of like joined up with them. And then there was just this fucking monster wave of like popularity and podcasts. And, you know, we're on the, like, I, we were on, featured on the BBC and like all these pl- things, like all at once happened. And then it just all went away because yeah. then like every fucking Joe Schmo comedian or, you know, half wit freaking celebrity did their podcast and now it's 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 a very different world now like for sure if you're starting a podcast now in 2016 like i don't know how you get traction yeah like and you know and i've been kind of you know i just in starting the podcast network we have six shows right now and so i've kind of been able to see that and it was interesting like when we when we launched four years ago i think one of our first one of our first 10 episodes we ended up having a shit ton of listens, like way more than any other show. And I had no idea why that happened or how that happened. And I think we just got featured on New and Noteworthy. And we just, a bunch of people checked it out. Mm -hmm. And And it was was totally intimidating because it wasn't like, it it was like the town that I went to high school in had less people. Yeah. Like <laughs> right, it was right. like really, really strange. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was it was pretty ridiculous. And we didn't know where it was gonna level off or anything like that. It was yeah. it was just like crazy. Abnormality, is this gonna happen? It's like it's, it's you ne- you can never know. And we sucked back then too. Right. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. We've we've matured a lot since then. And then we had our first I guess celebrity for lack of a better thing to put it in like we kinda like were waiting with bated breath to see what happens. And it totally fucking bombed out. Like <laughs> Like it was in like the double digit like amount of people the first week, and it was like you some of those episodes we did we got like really awesome interviews of people like we interviewed like John Landis we interviewed mm. like like Eli nice. Roth like nice. these guys that are like big like a big deal those episodes did like half the downloads than just like our regular like you know somebody was really interested in like our review of like Serbian film and like that episode blew up because there was so much interest in that it's all timing it's and like. And even now, like, iTunes doesn't recognize tagging anymore. So, like, even if you tag your show with, like, you know, all the stuff you want to tag it with, that doesn't even factor nope. into it anymore. So, it's like, I don't even, I don't even, wouldn't even know where to begin if I had a start. Right. The main, like, 
you know, vehicle for what should be the main vehicle for people to hear you. If you like, if I go on one of the shows that I like that have been around for a while, like the other shows that it says I will like because I like you guys or or, or GGTMC, those shows don't exist anymore. Like yeah. those shows, like you know what I mean. So it's like, not only is there no way to kind of put people in the right direction, like how discouraging is it when you look for shows and they don't, they're not fucking real. You know, where in reality, it should be if you like OTC. You should be listening to the Cult of Muscle or Cinema Diabolica or something, but like, it's like so, you know, it's all so spread out because it's so hard to, you know, to to make it happen. Can I uh, can I interject with one thing before I forget because I, I I forgot about it till right now. So Bill had a cookout a couple of weeks ago and it's fucking awesome and I really really needed it. So thank you very much, sir. Oh, anytime. and I was just kind of sitting there quiet at one point and it was me and Wolfie and I was uh, I was sitting with Chris. And uh, Eric from Bloody Good Horror was there. And then you came over and we were just all shooting a shit. And it just dawned on me, like, all at the same time. And, and my special lady friend brought it up later because she could kind of see that it hit me at the same time. Like, I was sitting at a table with the reason that I wanted to, like, do podcasts. Like, all like all at the same time. Like, it was really, really wild. Like, you know, like, you guys are all my friends. But, like, at the same time, like, I, I remember specifically listening to one episode of you and then listening to another episode and Eric was on it and then listening to an episode of Bloody Good Horror and I don't even think they fucking talked about movies like they had just gone on Eric's bachelor party and talked about that the whole time and for some reason I kept listening and like like those are the reasons I wanted to like you know you and Chris and, and those Bloody Good Horror guys are why I wanted to get in the biz so uh, you know it's, thank you very much oh you're welcome thank you for it the was, kind of words it was pretty cool I would also just like to add that uh, Monster Zero, yes. Raven Shadow were also invited to that cookout, and they couldn't even respond until yep. coming. So, oh, well, was, are, we, are we going to start? Listen, listen, <laughs> listen, listen. All right, I'm listening. What, 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 what? I wasn't. I really wanted to. Okay, I really wanted to. There was little, you know, machinations, and I was hoping for a hail mary, but uh, it didn't happen. So but, I, set up, I set up that throne with the engraved Raven Shadow on the bottom of a front. Oh. It's true. I sat in it the whole time. You can't sit there. <laughs> no, I did. I pulled my pants down. No, no. Right, rubbed my naked butt on it. It doesn't no. matter because we set it on fire afterwards anyway. Mm-hmm. So Why would you do that? Because it was in it. Because you weren't there? Yeah. Right there. It sucks. Everybody got high for some reason. That's the weird part. <laughs> you got s- SpongeBob smear pants over here. <laughs> uh, t- you know, to, to so one of the first fights we had on the show, the biggest fights we had, was actually about the Godfather. You guys remember that particular war? Right when the we, me and Raven Shadow fought about the Godfather, no, not that one. Oh, <laughs> film. Nobody fights about that Godfather. Yeah. Yes, it was. It was it Godfather or was it Goodfellas? Uh, I think it was both. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Real people doing real yeah. things. Yeah. So, whatever that uh, comes down to. So here's what I have to ask you: Four years later, yes, do you have the Godfather trilogy on DVD? Not on DVD. I don't have any way to play it. That means I'm gonna have to fucking buy the Godfather trilogy. No, you're not. I what? just got I just got asked and said yes because I thought it was poetic because it was you know oh. so many things to be on a Godfather retrospective. Why are you on that? Uh, because I hate it. I think. <laughs> and they want they want. A, yeah, that's a, a weird. Uh, yeah. Thing. Have you seen it though? Yeah, of course I've seen it. You I saw part three. I have seen them all. I just don't hate things arbitrarily. No. <laughs> <laughs> What, is that how you're supposed to? Yeah, isn't that the way it works now? You're supposed to hate things before you see them? Yeah. Right. 
I found out this week that you can also not love things enough, too, and the internet gets all fucking bent out of shape at you. So. That's true. What do you mean? Really, yeah. really, really liked it. Why didn't you really, 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 really yeah. What do you mean it was fucking yeah. good? Be- Better than fucking good. B plus. <laughs> internet explodes. B plus. Do you, I, mean, I know, I know, I think Mars, you, did you listen to us when we did the Touch of Evil review, like, way, 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 way back in the day? I don't, I'm sure I did. I remember we, this kind of ties into that, and I'm, I'm maybe not, I don't know, doesn't matter. But we reviewed that Orson Welles movie, Touch of Evil, which is like, you know, one of those, like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. style films from the time period. And, mm-hmm. we, and this was back when Ryan was on the show, so that's how long ago oh, it was. Oh, yeah. And we reviewed it, and I think I gave it, I think I gave it like a B, and I think, I don't remember what Ryan gave it. But this, we got this email the next week from this dude that, like, fucking roasted and lambasted us because we didn't give it the proper due. And like we gave it like a B or a B plus or something, and it was it's just it it's that mentality of like ownership on things where it's like nobody wants you to say anything bad about what they like, but then when you say something good about it, it's still not good enough. Right. (laughs) They want you to heap as much praise on it as as they do. Yeah. Right. Which is a complete bullshit. Sure thing to ask for and it's funny too because it's like you guys understand that like i was on the when we did the cannibal holocaust uh episode together yep like i mean monster zero it's like your favorite movie of all time well i love cannibal holocaust so like you know there isn't that argument with smart like level-headed people like us i mean well i don't maybe level-headed he's giving (laughs) slow slow down (laughs) slow down though yeah but like like that we have that conversation and it's not a big deal but then somebody else gets all fucking butthurt because like you didn't love it, or you saw the Ghostbusters remake, and oh, God forbid, you actually liked it. Yeah, right. These people are idiots. <laughs> <laughs> or didn't love it again, like, right? You know, if you did, if you weren't over the moon about, oh, that was a funny movie. Like, what do you mean it was funny? It was yeah. not funny. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> women, women couldn't vote before this movie came out. <laughs> <laughs> Good old days. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> no, that's how people think. Yeah, you're the worst. That's how people think. That's how. That's what Bill was talking about with the society. Mm-hmm. Yep, society. <laughs> society. So, 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 society. Society. So, society. Shadow, appreciate it. Yeah, no, I get you back, brother. Yeah, great. <laughs> Where is the other one? We're friends like you. That's my dad you're talking about. Uh, um, Uncle Dad went home. Yeah, he's got a nice beard. Yeah. He has a really nice beard. Yeah. Uncle Dad does, you know, doesn't he do uh, his other show on the Wednesdays usually? Yeah, usually yeah. he'll do his um, Are You Serious episodes after that. And then, I don't know, he's probably going to be designing card decks or something. Yeah, he's got uh, he's got this pretty cool thing coming out. He's got a, a GoFundMe right now. It's rad. Yeah, for um, the, or is it, I'm going to. I think it's original originalmoviegame.com. And uh, it sounds pretty fucking cool. Like, I, you know, I checked it out and, uh. Uh, you know, obviously Chris is uh, is is super into that stuff. It, it looks like a really cool game, so I want everyone to go check it out. We'll post the link on the uh, on the group, um, but it looks really fucking cool. Yeah, no, essentially it boils down to it's like a, a, a movie card game. Um, I, I think the best way it's kind of like doing like the Kevin Bacon game, but without Kevin Bacon and just relating other movies and stuff. Yeah. It's awesome. It's 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 awesome. It'll it's going to be really cool when they cool. do it. So there's that going on, and uh, Bill has a big announcement to make. He did make this already on on your show, of course, last week on, yeah. uh, outside yeah. the cinema. But uh, we apparently were the first ones to get the press release. Can you read it? Uh, sure, I can do that. 
Nice. I want to hear the first actual media reading it. <laughs> you sure that you want that, you want that to be us? Well, I, don't want, I don't want Monster Zero to read it. So uh, yeah. I'll hide it from him. Oh, <laughs> Bombaleo, Bill's got some fucking news. It says uh, Rubber Baby Buggy Bumpers. <laughs> That's what it says. A movie. <laughs> All right. So press release. This is for immediate release, folks. This is not, you know, for two weeks, not for four months down the road. This is immediate. The minds behind Outside the Cinema and Phantasm. That's Phantasm with an F. Bring the history of cult film into the future with a new documentary. Survival of the Film Freaks is a documentary exploring the phenomenon of cult film in America and how it survives in the 21st century. Through interviews and fan events, the documentary will trace decades of film fanaticism up to the present, where the digital age has transformed the way we experience movies. The film is to be directed by Bill by Force what? and Kyle Kukta, our buddy we had on, on, the, on the air a while ago. Mm-hmm. For over nine years, Bill has been the host producer of the cult film podcast Outside the Cinema. This is a quote from Bill. Even though he's on the line, I'm still going to quote the motherfucker. Nice. And he says, For the better part of the last de- decade, I've seen so many changes in the ways that cult films get to, get to the audience. I look forward to breaking down the walls and seeing what people love and hate about how these films get to the public in the modern internet age. Cookta forays into film culture began with 2013's Phantasm, a documentary about horror conventions and fan devotion. No. And Kyle says... People with extreme knowledge and love for film are so interesting to me because I, too, fall into that category. You see a strong fandom towards genre films, and I'm excited to see what shape it takes under the umbrella of cult cinema. Survival of the Film Freaks will be conducting interviews and attending conventions this fall. Release date TBD. OTC Industries is the production arm behind the long-running cult movie podcast Outside the Cinema. And farts. I got an awesome logo. Survival of the Film Freaks. Yeah, farts. Farts. There you go. Bill, this farts. is fucking awesome, man. I'm excited about it, yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a project I've been thinking about and, you know, kind of like kicking around my head for God, probably over five years now. Yeah. Um, and fortunately, I'm in a spot where I'm unemployed uh, that, <laughs> <laughs> to actually to, to work on it. And yeah. it's... um. Being, you know, doing outside the cinema and hanging with dudes like you and paying attention to, like, the cult film world uh, the way that I have over the last eight years is is kind of been interesting to see how things have changed. You know, how, uh, you know, back in the day, cult films were made in such a different way than they're made now. You know, right. the I mean, yeah they're, yeah, they're still midnight screens. There's still that stuff happening. But, you know, like Return of the Living Dead and, you know, like, uh, you know. A lot of the Italian movies coming to the states that became cult cult hits and like the shit like Rocky Horror and that stuff. That's cult films aren't generated and getting to the public the way that those films were. Those yeah. films were word of mouth, midnight screenings, you know, here, there, everywhere. Whereas today, it's a lot different to make a cult film, and I don't necessarily mean the actual physical making of the film, but the getting it to the public. So our plan is to really kind of break down the changes over the years, look at some of the films and how they've succeeded, and then, you know, talk to people about how, like, they've changed the way they get their films out. So we've got directors lined up, we've got actors lined up, we've got producers, we've got writers, we've got a whole host of people that, unfortunately, I can't really name off anyone yeah, at, yeah. at, but... Um, 
people from all sides of it. And, you know, we really want to look at, you know, the digital age in terms of how things get out now and how you create a cult film because cult films from the last five years, you know, are a very different breed than, you know, the classic cult classics that we know. So the internet has made such such a big impact on how that stuff gets out and, you know, how money is generated and it's just a different world. So we're looking forward to really kind of delving into the backside of that and how people feel that they can get their stuff out there and how in the future it'll change even further, you know? Yeah, the the interesting thing to me is obviously back in the day before the advent of, you know, digital media on the internet is a film would play in a couple theaters and then maybe get forgotten about and then someone, like just take for instance... Uh, Miami Connection. I know we both uh, have reviewed that flick. And, you know, Draft House, Zach Carlson picked that up and basically bought the 35mm print off of eBay for like 100 bucks or something crazy. Mm. You know, but nowadays, like, when a film gets released, it's it's out there digitally. Like, it may, it may not get the kind of release and the kind of eyes in front of it, but it's there for anyone to find, you know? Yeah. It's funny because the, the film... The genesis of the film was really comes from a conversation that I had with Adam Green mm-hmm. about, I don't know, like five, five and a half years ago, right after Frozen had been released. Yep. Um, not the Disney version. <laughs> I didn't think so. <laughs> um, but like in, it was just a conversation he was having with me about how, you know, it got put into a bunch of theaters, but it got downloaded on torrents like 175,000 times right. in the first week. And he, you know, obviously was pissed. Yeah. But it's like. In this world that we live in now, it's like, yeah, you're going to get pissed because, you know, it's like a lot of money. And, you know, one of the arguments that he made was, you know, like if each of those people went and actually paid and bought a ticket to see the movie, you know, it would be a much bigger hit. And I'm, my argument was, but, yeah, it, if those people weren't going to go see it and they see it because they downloaded it, you know, and then they buy a DVD or they go and they get your next movie or like, you know, there's this whole other world to this. It's more than just these people are taking money from me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I get I get that. I get that. And someone one of the first things somebody asked me when we announced that we were doing this movie was, well, how are you going to feel when it gets out on torrents? And I'm like, well, it's going to get out on torrents. I'm not going to like, yeah, you can't fight it. There's no. no point in fighting it. I've seen directors go on to torrent sites and argue with people about their movie being posted there. And it's like it's like screaming into an abyss. It's like you're not you're never going to be able to beat it. You need to find a way to live. And if you want to make income and you want to, you know, do a living on this, there's other avenues you need to start to take into a, into account. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it all stems from, you know, that conversation, essentially, where basically Adam Green was like, these people are stealing money from me. And I was like, ah, what are you going to do? Yeah, I mean, exactly. Like, and that's the thing. Nowadays, it's like m- money is it. There's there's like a different currency, uh, like the currency of like, you know, exposure and having people see your thing. And obviously Ooh. that's not going to pay your bills. So it, it kind of sucks. But the opportunity for more people to see your flick nowadays is far greater than it ever was. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, if, let's say, 200,000 people check out your film, they download it, you know, they torrent it or something like that. There are some people out there that, you know, let's say let's say 150 of them n- normally wouldn't have checked out your flick. So, and then maybe even like a thousand of them will like it so much they'll go out and buy it, you know? Right. Now, obviously, I'm sure that's that's few and far between in these this day and age. But I think it's it's that whole thing of like, okay, well, you know, great, they're taking money from me, but but 
those are people that probably wouldn't have seen your film anyways, you know? Exactly. Exactly. So it, it's this kind of double-edged sword, and yeah. it doesn't help you pay your bills anymore, but hey, you know, it gets it in front of more people potentially. If there's a way to monetize that better, I mean, that would be awesome, but it, it's kind of the Wild West right now, right? Absolutely. It's the same. I mean, it's the same thing with, you know, like digital media as a whole it's not just movies you know i mean you look i mean people are downloading games they're downloading books they're downloading everything so it's you know it's it's making that change i mean we saw what the digital industry did to you know the recording industry yeah the record labels just like just fell apart because they couldn't you know swing with the punches and try to make changes and it's still like that i mean it's you have to you have to sway with it because so much stuff has changed in such a small amount of time. You know, it's it's what it comes down to basically. It, you got to make something that people want to see. You can't just throw yes. shit together and put it out. I mean, if I had a dollar for every movie I watched on Netflix that was like I watched it just because it was there. Like, I mean, and most of it is stuff that I it like I wouldn't watch it again, and I never would have seen it otherwise. But it was there. It had an interesting picture, so I checked it out. So like people have to account that type of stuff into it but you got to make a good movie like that's the same thing it's like if you want yeah. people to come back and enjoy what you're doing you have to give them something that's worth seeing absolutely yeah it's 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 an interesting dynamic that i still think is is still finding its way and it'll certainly be interesting and i think it's a really interesting uh, you know way to kind of juxtapose it against cult film because cult film was you know was was basically found you know, found it in, in a completely different manner. It was midnight screenings and it was word of mouth and it was people sharing tapes and stuff like that. So it's it's interesting. The definition, I think, has definitely changed of what a cult film is now. Absolutely. I mean, the best example of, like, the modern-day cult hit is The Room. The Room is, you know, whether you like The Room or you hate The Room, that's the example of a really organically grown cult movie hit. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know, failed miserably upon its original launch and then... It, you know, a big part of it was it got on the internet and people watched it on the internet, and then all of a sudden people just fell in love with these with these goofy characters and this weird Transylvanian hermit that you know is in that movie, and now it's this big big business. So I mean, obviously that's that's the aberration. I mean, that's not the normal sure sure the normal one, but I mean, it can still be done. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, just, it's you know, it's not like it's over and done with. And the, the but that also shows that you know genre movie fans and cult movie fans in general are far more likely to come out and support something that they like and that they want, you know, to genuinely do well, whereas your everyday movie fan is going to download, you know, the Avengers off of whatever site they want to download it off of and watch it and then never do anything to support anything outside of that. But the cult movie fans that, you know, a lot of the people that I talk to on a regular basis, you know, they may download something only because that's the only way for them to currently get it. Yeah. So it's it's you know, it, it it there's just a lot of sides of it. I'm really what I'm really looking forward to is talking to some of these guys that are directors out there now that are making stuff now and how they've changed you know over the last few years in the way that they their thought process of when they're trying to get something out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I think the interesting thing too is, and we always hear this when we when we talk to folks, especially when we talk to Steven Scarlatta, you know, about uh, Jodorowsky's Dune is. The, the narrative going into a documentary is typically never the narrative you come out with, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely not. So that'll be really interesting. And I think that you have a really unique 
opportunity to kind of document that, whether it's, you know, I don't know if you're going to talk about it on, on OTC or, or if you just kind of keep a, you know, running tab of it. But I think that in itself is, 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 is interesting to see like kind of the, the, the thesis of what you think it's going to be versus what it becomes, you know? Absolutely. And we know that too ahead of time. So it's like when we were kind of like Kyle and I were banging ideas off of each other to do, you know, well, I mean, yeah, we were getting on that. Um, (laughs) Elbow deep at one point, which was pretty, (laughs) Uh, it's, you know, one, a lot of documentaries fail and don't even ever get released because they spend so much time trying to shoehorn in a story or make the idea of what their plan is. Whereas our plan is, we want the film to be, you know, like 50% love letter to cult films and 50% the business behind how things have changed through the years. And that's the only real thing we're going with. And we're going to find, you know, what people say to us. And that's mm-hmm. going to really dictate the story, you know, in specifics and where it's going to go and where it's going to lead. Because there's no real point in trying to shoehorn a story into something, especially something when it's broad. If you're doing a, a documentary, like a specific documentary on, you know, the life of Monster Zero, like, yeah, that's <laughs> oh, the story's going to be told because the man, is, I mean, the man, the myth, the legend, it's like, that's the story. <laughs> um, but, like, if you're, like, looking at an overall thing, you know, you're going to be able to get it, you know, in a generalization, but your specifics are going to really be led by what, you know, what people are telling you. Right, right. Exactly. And that's the thing going in is, is you just never know. You can lead the questions a certain way and, and you know, maybe they'll, they'll answer them or, or come up with even more interesting things than you even thought of. So, Exactly. Yeah. We're excited about it, though. The plan, the plan is we're starting to film. We're filming in L.A. in September. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, we're going to be filming in, I think, Cleveland at the end of September. For, it's, it's in, it's oh, in, I'm sorry. Well, it's a cinema wasteland. We're not. <laughs> yeah, Hello, uh, Cleveland. <laughs> I don't want to go anywhere in Cleveland. Um, I mean, I love Cleveland. I can't wait. Oh, big to- ups to Cleveland. Hey, Cleveland up- rocks. Cleveland Cavaliers, bro. Give it up. Are you flying to Cleveland or driving to Cleveland? Uh, you're probably driving. You have to dig a tunnel to Cleveland. That's- yeah. You use a catapult to get in. Yeah. Get over the wall. Um, yeah, and then I think we're hoping to, we're gonna probably we'll be a rock and shock, and then uh, I think we're gonna be in Vegas at the end of the year. So we got we got some stuff planned out. It's gonna Vegas, be Vegas, baby, Vegas. Yeah, Vegas, the land That's of super uh, exciting, the land of um, I don't know something. Uh, <laughs> expansion the land of, teams, the land yeah. of poor the people, the land of yeah. syphilis, Ooh. the land of a bunch of stuff that me and Bill don't partake in. Yes, but I do love going to Vegas. I mean, it's the best place on the planet to just fucking sit down on a bench and watch people be idiots yeah yeah it's pretty cool i don't know i work in leminster <laughs> but i was one of those idiots so <laughs> uh you know not as cool or amazing as uh as uh your project is going to be but uh we got a little documentary going that weekend too and you are on the short list of people i i i have them uh going to talk to sir so hopefully we can find a few minutes to pull you aside You'll have to talk to my um, my people. His Good. agent. I'm a yeah. big time director now. It's I true. don't have time for you. Yeah. You'll have, you have to talk to his mommy. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Monster Zero also wrote me a note to tell you that the right side is his good side. Oh, good, good. <laughs> That's not true. He doesn't have a good side. No, I don't. No. I would be honored to be able to talk about you guys. That, that sounds He's terrible. going to run us yeah. down yeah. the whole Boy. time. Those fucking guys Boy. over there. You really don't aim too high, do you? <laughs> the one with the Bagoni nipples. Just it's gonna, gonna be like the Seth the Seth Rollins chair shot to fucking Roman Reigns. I know. 
my my, fa- my favorite like quasi quote so far is that uh, El Goro said he's still convinced that Tiny White doesn't exist. Tiny White butt dialed me from Facebook the other day. It was the <laughs> <one>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so see, he does exist. Yeah. Does at least I, his I, butt I does. I at my phone and it's his face. It's his well, Facebook. Facebook video call from Tiny White. I'm like, what? <laughs> so I hit the button and then immediately hung up. And then he sent me a message afterwards. He's like, in all of all the random things to happen to you today. I'm like, yeah, weird. I'm That's like, amazing. how are you? He's yeah. Like, and how are you? I'm like, great. Who even knew Tiny White had a butt? Uh, I mean, I did. Everybody he's, shut up. He's a, he's a, he's a, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that right now. Everybody shut up. <laughs> oh, Dynamo knows he has a butt. Yeah. Oh. Hey. Held you by the hand and watch over to that one, Monster Zero. <laughs> Apparently, your video feed hates everybody tonight. Yeah, I see that. I, I, it's, I'm chalking it up to Windows 10. That's the only thing I changed from last last week, and uh, I may have to uh, downgrade. <laughs> it's pretty good for the anniversary show. Yeah. Thanks. Way Thanks. to go, man. Well, hey, I had to, oh, though, you if you don't use the it's... the upgrade, you lose it, and then it costs money. So, oh, well. <laughs> Kickstarter. Kickstarter's dead, man. It's all GoFundMe now. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, where you been, bro? I'm trying to fucking get my driveway paved. <laughs> you, <laughs> on Kickstarter? Yeah. Help Raven Shadow do his driveway. <laughs> I, I, I'm Michael Raven Shadow. You might remember me from such podcasts as Trick or Treat Radio. If you guys seen my driveway, it's all fucked up. Can you help me pay to fix it? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If you donate $5, I'll send you a voicemail of me saying Bombaleo in <laughs> <laughs> And you'll get a free 8x10. Yo, yo, whatever the fuck. Come help my driveway. It looks yeah. like Lebanon, huh? <laughs> Every time I try to use the snowblower in the winter, it gets all broken and shit. For $25, I'll come to your house and I'll sing you to sleep. <laughs> You have no idea how accurate you are. <laughs> and for an extra five dollars, get me a pack of smokes. <laughs> I bought them in front of you. <laughs> I bought this house near where Maz grew up. I thought we'd hang out all the time. Little did I know he, he hasn't been there since 1997. I got no friends. It's Nobody fair. loves me. I have to sleep on the couch. So my, come beneath my, my driveway. My kids hate me. <laughs> my kids hate me. My kids hate me. My, my wife hates me. I got bit by a rat. So <laughs> it was a mouse. So come, pay, so come pave my driveway. <laughs> All I got is my beer and my smokes. Yeah, how did that? <laughs> how did that go, Rat Man? What? The driveway's not paved. It's a bad campaign. No, no, Rat Man. I'm talking yeah, about you. When, when you got bite. bit, yeah. it was a mouse. No, it didn't bite the skin. <laughs> yeah, but did you have to get shots or anything like that? Or? Yeah, I did some shots. No, I know you, <laughs> you did some shots. Yeah, oh, oh, big news be, story there. Yeah, that was fine. No, we have breaking oh, news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Raven Shadow <laughs> took some shots. Oh yeah, actually, it was funny. It was funny. Uh, so I go in and there's the doctor, um, the the covering physician, and I'm like, doctor, I got to be honest. I, I really feel that I'm wasting your time, and you can be. This is what I said to her. You probably could be saving a life right now. By uh, the way, do you have any cheese? Yeah. No, no. Are you telling the story or Matt telling the story? <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, you know, I told, I told the people on the phone that it didn't break the skin. And she's like, oh, well, that's the reason I want to see you because they told me it broke the skin. I'm like, it didn't break the skin. I told them five times it didn't break the skin. And she looked at it and was like, oh, yeah. Well, you're here. I'll just give you a tetanus shot. <laughs> and that was that. I still don't understand. I thought tetanus shot was for like... Like non-organic, like infections, based infections. Like, did the like mouse a, like, have metal jaws? Yeah, it fucking. It was that thing that like the James Bond villain. 
James Bond? James Bond. James Bond. James Bond. Remember him? <clears throat> no, no, it was weird. <clears throat> James Bond? Yeah. That's, I'm writing <laughs> that script. <laughs> Bill, let's make, this, let's make that movie, James Bond. <laughs> be me and you. You'd be like that, boys. What, what was that horror movie? Killer Bong? Killer Bong, yeah. Killer Bong. Uh, with, that shit was With uh, Tommy Chong, yeah. I had a buddy that had a bong named, a bong named Corpse Grinder, and it was excellent. <laughs> it was. It was like it was like five foot tall. It was named after a Cannibal Corpse uh, song, I believe, or album. Did you ever hear Cannibal Corpse, Bill? Yeah, it sounds like this. <laughs> That's pretty damn good. Which that- translates to, we have good covers and nothing else. Their lyrics, have you ever read their lyrics? Their lyrics are like super clinical. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like you hear it and it's like. <laughs> and then it's like, no, that's not what that says. That was the ballad. That was the slow the one. Ballad. That was the slow <laughs> one. If you give a mouse a cookie, he will bite Michael Ravenshaw. It was stuck to glue, Bill. It was weird. Listen, next, next time, just, just throw the mouse in the glue trap in the trash and go about your day. <laughs> you didn't even kill it first? You just throw it in the trash? No, I was saving it, Bill. I was saving he it. He tore it off the glue trap no, thinking that this mouse's quality of life was going to be okay. I removed it from a dangerous situation. You basically made this mouse the two-face of rodents. You tore off <laughs> part of its skin, and you're like, run free. And all of a sudden, it's like, and it's I'll get you, you fucking asshole. <laughs> no. Please kill me. Now go outside and play. So what else is going on? We got a shitty fucking <laughs> internet connection there, Bill. Um, yeah, everybody's get, everybody, I'm getting hate mail. Like, see how fucking fast they turn on you, though? Yeah. It's like, congratulations. We love you guys. You're the best. You're awesome. You're s- yeah, your site is slow, you fucking assholes. Because you have complete control over yeah. that, too. Right. You know? It's like, Wait. yeah, I planned for, this, for the... The biggest show we've done in a while. We're having this big celebration. You know what we need to make sure happens tonight? We need Nothing to make works. Sure the stream sucks. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, then last time we, we haven't fucked it all up since Mike Aura was on. So. Didn't we have a thing last time when it went down and it was all like a love fest? It was like the blackout where everyone like babies are being born. That was the first time. The Blink, last time that's the first time Blinks was on. Yeah, yeah, that was nice. Yeah, that's somebody who you should talk to. That, that though, I do. I am convinced he's your son from the future. <laughs> like it's gonna. You're gonna see him one day and go. I, Man, you look like t- Dad, and then you hug <laughs> Uncle Dad. Yeah, Uncle Dad. <laughs> Uncle Dad. Yeah, uh, some big ups, Tony Blinks. To, to, uh, Tony Blinks. Yeah, yeah Tony, I think that he's, he's like he's a, the real deal. Yeah, I think he's just the fake dad. I think Bill is really the dad from the future. <laughs> so what, Bill, like Bill John- is to Scott Summers as Blink is to Cable. It'd be more like uh, Jonathan Kent to Cal uh, to Jorel. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I believe you. I, I just don't. I just don't subscribe to just that. So care. I, I no, he is two fathers. Like, acor- two fathers. According to the mailman, I do too, but I don't go around bragging about it. <laughs> you do, you ledger. The milkman and the fishman, huh? Well, no, that's uh, I do have two fathers. We haven't figured out exactly how that works. Ledger's pissed. Let's go in the hot tub, Ledger. I think how, that a, Ledger's pissed. How can you tell? I think <laughs> I think they're the same though. Like how uh, I think Ledger and Chris are the same type of grumpy man. That it's like Chris is like uh, Ramatut and. Uh, What's the other future? The future of other Avengers villain? Oh, Kang. 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 I fucking hate that yeah, shit. Yeah, and Ledger is Kang, and they're okay, all the yeah, same. Yeah, like, yeah. like at some point, somebody decided that there can't be multiple time travel villains in Marvel. Yeah. They all yeah. have to be the same fucking dude. <laughs> I fucking hate me some Rama Tut. I do too. That's a bad yeah. hat too. Yeah, that. we don't agree on much, but and I hate Diablo. So, spo- spoiler alert for those who didn't didn't listen. Uh, I'm anxious to hear. Uh, 
Well, Fancy Pizza does not have such good internet connection, I found out. So I'm anxious to hear what you guys have to say about uh, Killing Joke. So. Yeah, it got it got it went on. It went on. We we don't we very rarely cover new stuff, but um Yeah, I was surprised. I, th- I when you said cuz I I did tune in for a little bit when I was at work. I heard you guys talking about the uh Lost Boy soundtrack and uh, when you said Killing Joke, I'm like, "Oh, it must be like a 70s exploitation flick cuz I didn't think you guys would be covering the, you know, the new release." So, that's well, cool. The, <laughs> the, story, the story to go along with how that kind of happened. Uh we were originally covering a movie called Over the Summer which was like an early 80s, like summertime coming of age. Nice. what we thought. Um, and I watched like, I watched like, I don't know, like 40 minutes of it. And I texted Chris and I go, yo, have you watched Over the Summer yet? And he's like, no, I was going to watch it tonight. And I was like, just so you know, I don't think I want to cover it. <laughs> there's literally nothing to talk about in this movie. Yeah. And so we were trying to figure out something else. And we were going to do Raw, which is that. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mo- Monday night roar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> roar is war. It's just fucking eat everybody. Um, yeah, we covered that. No, they don't even fucking eat anyone. They just knock them down. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually the like you realize twenty minutes into that movie, it's actually the lions who are treated poorly. Seriously. But so he was just like, "Well, did you see Killing Joke yet?" I'm like, "Yeah, I watched that." And he was like, "Oh, we should cover that, and we can use the 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 joke that the source material is over ten years old." And I was like, "Oh, there you go." Okay, fine. That works. <laughs> fine. But it was inter- it was an in- inter- interesting conversation. Cool. I'll have to check that out. That's um and and as you typically do, it's probably up on the feed or will be as soon as it sends, oh, right? Nope. Already available. Already available. Oh. Already available. <laughs> I literally finished the broadcast, level the levels on the recording, and then just <laughs> upload it right to the site. See, we we're we're a I'll bunch forget. of we're a bunch of assholes and we have a bunch of notes that go along with it and yeah. We really I, like the smell of our own farts. I used mm. to do like more in-depth show notes until I realized that nobody reads them. Yeah. It's Dark. the only thing that I can contribute anymore, so like I feel I have to feel somewhat needed. You can contribute with your heart. <laughs> I don't know. Nobody wants that cold burnt thing. That's true. <laughs> Just, it's I can never I can't even go anywhere with that one. Sorry. Yeah. I, I think you're supposed to say I love you. Did you watch Ultimate Lucha Dolls? Uh, I realized that the uh, last uh, Lucha Underground I watched, according to my DVR, is from April. Jesus Christ. So I have some catching up to do. Yeah, I watched the uh, Ultima Lucha Dose the other night, and it was, it was it's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, I'm, ex- I'm excited uh, for it. I, I, it's kind of my whole take on the Monday Night Raw thing when we kind of talked about in the chat the other day. Like, when I do put on Raw... It's in the same way that, like, I might just leave the radio on sometime in between changing CDs or, or like, plugging in my iPod or whatever just because there's a band I like on. I hear that. And then listen to the song after it because, like... This week was fucking... Raw this week was fucking legit. Yeah, I I hear that, and I want it to be. But I, I just feel like it still, like, is not... It used to be just even wrestling on... Not you know, TV was a certain way, but now you have Lucha Underground and you can see New Japan on TV and even Ring of well, Honor. Like I, the problem with the the New Japan stuff is it's like shit from like a year and a half ago. Yeah, yeah. But that's about where right for that's about where I would am in my event watching anyway for it. So. And and I know I know your argument of, w- of what you'll say, Dynamo, is that that the style is not your favorite style, but we're getting to see guys who have been our favorite wrestlers for the last few years. We're getting to see uh, Finn Balor on the main roster right now. 
you know, AJ Styles. We're getting to see a bunch of these guys that we would pay to go see money, you know, to see. And, you know, I know you're not crazy about the style necessarily, but I I just love that we can see them on a a weekly basis on on television. Matt Matt Skiba is one of my favorite writers ever. Who? Uh, But I'm not interested in seeing him in Blink-182, which he's playing right now. Yeah, like but that the, record that record's fucking trash anyway, so Yes, I mean so the I mean, he's he's the one of the two writers in Alkaline Trio, which is one of my favorite bands, you know? So I love him and I can still hear his influence in, in that new Blink one eighty two music, but still not very interesting to me. I don't know, man. Fucking they're letting Monday Night at Raw. They 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 kind of really flipped the script. I don't want to spoil anything for you since you haven't seen it yet, but it did not go down the way I think anyone expected it to, yeah. but on multiple fronts too. Not even just like, like on like the main event front stuff. Like there was there was a there was a couple big things that happened that like I never would have expected to see on Raw even like a month ago. Well, the um, I mean that's uh, the Sami Zayn Kevin Owens match from that pay per view was as good or better than any time I've seen them fight in between. PWG, Ring of Honor, and uh, I, I think a little bit in Jakar, I've probably seen them fight a hundred times. So, you know, yeah, like, they, they definitely let them, they definitely took the, the, the restraints or whatever off of them. Now, I feel like Sami Zayn almost got the restraints put back on immediately. Right. Uh, but, you know, from what I hear about Raw, it, it you know, it, it could be cool. And the rosters are awesome on both shows. So Yeah, I watched SmackDown last night, and... Um it was it was a letdown in comparison to what they did with the brand split for the raw side of things, um, I guess, which is supposed to be expected. But the thing that I don't understand so much is that they talk about, you know, they SmackDown and Brian Danielson and Shane McMahon, their whole thing is like the new era. And we want to give the new people, the new people like their due. And the first thing they do is they go out and draft a roster of like. Randy Orton and John Cena and like, all these guys that are the guys that have been, you've been stuck with forced down your throat for the last four or five years. Yeah. And all of those like really interesting like people end up on Raw with the exception of like Apollo Crews and like some of the women ended up on SmackDown. But like it, it's it's just kind of weird the way that ended up playing out where is like they wanted to make SmackDown the new hip show and then they did the exact opposite. Did you uh, lose your damn fool mind when Bailey came out on the pay-per-view? I knew it was going to happen, so I wasn't. Uh, see, I didn't know. Yeah, I, I, I didn't know for sure, but it was pretty It was pretty much given. And then it was like, well, who else could it possibly be? Because the only other person people were talking about was Nikki Bella. Sure. Like, she wasn't, she's not ready to go yet. But um, I really like the way they worked that, where Bailey's going to go back to going to go back to NXT and she's going to have the, f- the match with Asuka for NXT Brooklyn, which I have tickets for and I'm very nice. excited about. Nice. Um, I watched it with two uh, with two brilliant comedians who are both strangely very reserved people in real life, and and they lost it. They were pretty excited, so it was, yeah, I was, it was fun. Really, to see. I was really excited about it, um, and it, it and it was awesome. And I think they used her, and like they it was perfect the way they they used her, and like made it be like, well, she's not, she's gonna go back to NXT. She wants to go after the title one more time, but you know, she'll be up probably after SummerSlam. Yeah. But the thing is, where do they put her? Do you put her on Raw and then... Have her be third? Yeah, like have her, or do you put her on SmackDown where there isn't even actually like a plan for a women's title right now right. where she's going to fight, you know, she'll fight the same three chicks. 
I'll tell you this: if both those shows end up having all their own belts, I'm just not going to watch it all because like that that just would be a clusterfuck. Right. I still think that they should have had the champion, like like the big champions, like have the WWE champion, the women's champion, and the tag team champions float between two shows. I agree. Shows. I agree because then you could put it on somebody who draws or gives ratings and you get you know it, it's just a weird thing right now the stuff that was the whole m- metric before don't matter anymore right because you would have done that before because john cena would sell pay-per-views on both brands yep but now he doesn't now that doesn't matter anymore you know so now it's who knows what they're fucking thinking well raven shadow doesn't like us talking about fucking <laughs> nope wrestling? nope no. fucking dickhead i <laughs> know right <laughs> All right, Bill. Well, I think I think that's going to do it. We've taken enough of your time. I know you've been podcasting all fucking night, and I wanted to let people know about survi- survival of the film freaks. And is is there a way? I know you guys have a Twitter, but uh, let people know where they can find out more about about it. Yeah, there's a, we have Twitter, we have Instagram. Uh, name on that is follow at Film Freaks on both of those. Um, obviously not a whole heck of a lot going on yet. Uh, as announcements come out, they'll go on in there. We also have a Facebook page. You can just look it up, Survival of the Film Freaks. It might be facebook.com slash Survival of the Film Freaks. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be a website, survivalofthefilmfreaks.com. There's nothing there yet. It's just a thing. But um, yeah, the plan is we're filming in the fall. You know, in a perfect world, we'll have this thing done and out for next next fall. Awesome. Well, I'm super excited, and i i couldn't I couldn't be happier for you, man. Because I know this is uh, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited, man. Such a cool thing, and and you know, of course, if there's any way we can help, by all means, let us know. We'll, Please, we'll do we'll do whatever we can for you. Absolutely. I'll hold the boom mic in my afro, <laughs> like the shirt. <laughs> yes, You'll hold it with your afro. With his afro, yeah. Nice. And, well, chug jug in one hand, a boom mic in the other. Nice, nice. Uh, congratulations again, guys. Thanks. Honestly, thanks, man. Thank you. Casting is uh, is a big is a big deal, and I'm, I'm super proud of you guys. Thank you, thanks, thanks man. That, that means a lot coming from you, and we are definitely going to have to see if we can do the uh, the Wednesday Night Wars coming up. We've got SummerSlam, Wait, SummerSlam in a couple weeks. Yeah, so we'll we'll talk and see if uh, hopefully everyone's schedule matches up. But I don't see why we wouldn't be able to do that. If it doesn't, it's because we were f- he finally agreed to do. I like to hurt people. <laughs> so, I'll do whatever. I don't even care. Yeah, we're running. We might be running out of films to do. So, I got. I think I have. Um, I have another Mexican one. It's not a Santo one. It's something versus like zombies versus the wrestling women or something like Ooh, that. Ooh, sold. <laughs> Raven Shadow's on board. Yep. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Wrestling yeah. women versus the Az- Aztec zombies. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Seen it? <laughs> no, you haven't. No, you have. That's, not, that's me doing you. He was quoting you. Actually, oh. own it as part of a big uh, Aztec mummy set. Nice, nice. Sounds sexy. Yeah. All right, Bill. Thanks again, man. We appreciate you joining us for this. Uh, I love this you, milestone man. episode, and everyone, go follow Survival of the Film Freaks. Go find out all about the production of that flick, and I'm sure we'll have you back on. You know, aside from the the Wednesday Night Wars, just to you know follow up on the oh, on. Yeah. The, the you know the stories and what's going on with that flick and we'll keep everyone updated as well so Bill by Force outside the cinema you are the best my friend take care and we will uh, we'll definitely catch up with you soon thanks dudes be safe see All you right. Bill you too buddy ciao motherfucker do you love a scary story do you love to dance the big scary monster haunts at midnight is a collection of dark songs about sex Surrounding the electric band, the Dead Eggs. <laughs>
this is Mac Kennedy of Astron 6. You might know me as Manborg. You might know me as Father John Sullivan and Father's Day. But what's important right now is that you're listening to Trick or Treat Radio. What's up, y'all? It's me, the Yeti. Telling all the ladies that they couldn't be more fine and that we should knock those boots like Frankenstein. When I want to get my nerd on, I go to Facebook and I go to the Trick or Treat Radio Facebook group. That's the place where I get to talk about all the hip new horror movies, all the cool comics, like comics, RPGs, video games, you name it, we're talking about shit on there. And you could not be any cooler if you were the coolest kid in school. Be the first kid on your block. To swing that cock over at the Trick or Treat Radio Facebook group. Just go to Facebook, search for Trick or Treat Radio, ask to join, and it's like Nerd Nirvana, baby, without the shotgun blast. This is the Yeti, signing out. See you at the Trick or Treat Radio Facebook group. Follow us on Twitter, at the Dillards, thedillards.com, uh, I can tell you I'm never coming back on this show. <laughs> <laughs> Especially now that I did that thing. That <laughs> Which I will be sending you an invoice for. <laughs> Trick or Treat Radio, and I want to apologize to the live folks out there. It seems that uh, the feed is not so smooth tonight, and uh, I have a feeling the only thing that changed is I was uh, stupid, apparently, and upgraded to Windows 10 uh, because uh, I knew it ran out in a couple couple days, and I wanted to try to get that done before, uh, but I may have to back that out as soon as the show ends because uh, that's the only thing that changed, and the internet is running just fine, so... Uh, I apologize to uh, the live folks. It sucks on uh, on the big show, but uh, I guess the good news is the podcast will be out there on Fridays, and uh, you could pick that up and listen to that if you'd like. But right now, we have a bunch of guests that we want to introduce. Our buddies, Dynamo. Do you want you want to do the honors on this one? Because I know you. It's tough because I'm getting like inundated with nasty emails. <laughs> Because I apparently have control over the internet. <laughs> well, put your phone down. Yeah. And uh, we have we have some awesome dudes online, and we have a film to review. So, well, first off, I will do uh, the duo first. All right. Um, from uh, my wildest dreams and my darkest fantasies, uh, the 
O Captain, O Captain of the Cult of Muscle. Ladies and gentlemen, it's our boy, Jakey Boo. Hello, friends, and Michael Ravenshadow. (laughs) What up, Jakey Boy? From uh, the other side of the continent, literally. Great White North. Yeah. uh, uh, He is my spirit animal. He is the admiral of the Incredible Cult of Muscle podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy, CDR. <laughs> That's pretty good. That is pretty good. It's pretty good. You want a job? Yeah. Um, and lastly, but certainly not leastly, it is zero degrees there in late July from the frozen tundra, which is Kent, Ohio. The professional wrestling, podcasting, film reviewing, sword swinging, pathfinder running, barbarian, ladies and gentlemen, the god of metal, El Goro. Lariato! (laughs) (laughs) But anytime you say that it's cold here, man, I just kind of want to simultaneously say no, no, and (laughs) slap you, because it is hot as balls, brothers. It is way too hot for this. It's like 70? Yeah, well, it's like 80. Yeah. 170. Yeah. We're going on like a third 113 degree day. Absolutely ridiculous in that. Yeah. We have the air conditioner on in this room and my candy still melted. It's still hot. Yeah. 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 yeah it still feels hot in here for some reason. <laughs> It sucks. Be glad we're not in Arizona, though. You know, I mean, they're going. That's the like fucking. If hot is the least degrees. of your troubles. You should always be glad you're not in Arizona. Yeah. Yeah. You slip there. yeah. By the time I get to Arizona. Yeah. So how's everybody doing? Pretty good. Pretty good. How are you guys doing? Very excited. I'm good. I'm, I'm real good. I, I've learned uh, a lot of things in the important last few days. Uh, Jakey taught me that if I do have herpes, um, it's okay to just not tell anybody and proceed and go on with my humping yep. ways. Yep. yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's very good advice. Yeah. So, so say I, nothing. Yeah, I didn't know. It's, Don't do a Facebook like blast. The, the uh, man talk that fathers give their sons. It's like, son, you're going to be a man soon, and I want you to know... If you have herpes, you don't have to tell anybody. But, Dad, no, keep the lights off. <laughs> you gave him that talk yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So this is... This, this is uh, Do they have the herpes in Canada, CDR? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys have no, STDs over there. Warts. <laughs> just, just general warts. That's fine. You guys get off easy. Man, that show got dark right at that one point there, though. What? what do you mean, dark? Yeah, yeah. As Jakey says, ribbed for her pleasure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So In this, this is yours. a big treat. We have the fucking dynamic trio joining us. A fucking trick-or-treat triumvirate. There you go. I like that. I Wait, can do that. I can dig that. It almost makes up for the fact that you had no fucking idea who we were going to have on last week. Yeah. I knew AA. No, listen, guys, listen. <laughs> listen. You're going to understand something, okay? Johnny said, can we guess? So what are you doing? You guess. You say names. And I said Algoro. And I said Canada. <laughs> I said CDR. <laughs> Somebody in Canada? Yeah. We do know someone in Canada. The guy from CDR Canada. is short for Canada. Canada. Canada dude. So wait, is CDR just our mutual Canadian girlfriend then? <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Ooh. It's a good show. I got I got broke up with right on the cult of muscle this week, so 
It was bad. <laughs> you got broken up with on the cult? Yeah, it was bad. How did that happen? You were lying. You lied. I was. I wasn't lying. She was lying. She is. So, she was. She was flat out not telling the truth. I am not allowed to watch cinema that is quote unquote blurry. You have farted on the air. You have jizzed on your shirt, <laughs> and you have lied about your girl. Well, that's not the. You that's, have done all those things. Yeah, no, that's. I have lied about my girlfriend, but just that she likes me. Not, yeah, uh, no, man, I'm, not I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be around you in uh, October. I'm gonna remember this, and we're gonna put it up to her and see exactly Ooh. what she has to say. She said it right on the air. You don't have to just listen to this week's episode of the Cult of Muscle. We put her. We put. Her, we put the microphone right in front of her, and she sold me out. She was like, "Oh yeah, White Flame. That's my favorite." <laughs> She's like, "I've got the T-shirt. I love the incest. I love the incest." Yes. <laughs> that needs Just to be on the cover context. right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, so considering that she called you out, what was your reason for not wanting to watch it? That she wouldn't watch it. That she said yeah, she didn't want to watch it. Right of being a liar, so you must have a real reason. No, that is the real reason. She's the liar. I'm telling you. Serpent tongue. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> so we we weren't sure. That this is like almost last minute. We weren't sure what the fuck we were going to do. We were just going to shoot the shit with these guys, which is always a blast. Uh, but we decided to review a flick. And uh, in trying to figure out which flick we're going to review, we got some great recommendations for the future from uh, from all of these guys. So uh, we have some some interesting fodder for future reviews potentially. Uh, but tonight we are reviewing the flick from 2004 from Thailand, SARS Wars: Bangkok Zombie Crisis. Now this flick is listed as an action comedy fantasy and it is 95 minutes long. And uh, MZ, you got it out to help me with some names here? Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, hold on. Let me just get the full cast in here. Because it's not like it was... we have the guy that had the long-running Asian film podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I don't right well, I don't want to put him on the spot, and I don't know if he has it in front of him. You know? I, I got it right here. So the That's director right. was... Let me try this one. Uh, oh, okay. Okay, director. Tawiwat Wantha. Uh, hold on. Let, right. me get, let me find it Perfect. Here. Now you want the photo. Ho, ho, ho. Yep. So we want Bantha. It's a Bantha. It's a Bantha. This show's great. It's a Bantha. Oh, oh. It's a Bantha. So we want Bantha. A do run, run, run. We want boop, do the food there. Let's see. And it stars. Uh, yeah, let's hear this one. Yep. Yeah, see, these these names are pretty tough. Um, Sunthep Pognam. Perfect. Uh, um, Supercorn Kitsuan. Supercorn. Supercorn. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> you sound like Raven Shadow reading the Pokemon names. Pintasuda, uh, Tunfiero. I don't know. Lena Christensen. Hey, that's easy. Andrew Biggs. Okay, I'll stop there. G- gelato. It gets easier as the, as it goes on. Andrew Gelato. <laughs> Supercorn was uh, my handle on all of the new metal message boards. <laughs> Supercorn. Sure, it wasn't X Supercorn X. <laughs> and here's a uh, pewed black cat. Straight edge for life, man. <laughs> and Did, Arthur Biggs. Oh, and Arthur Biggs, of yep. course. Uh, yes. So this flick here, the synopsis is. The fourth generation of the virus SARS is found in Africa 
It's more dangerous and causes the patients to transform into bloodthirsty zombies. The virus quickly lands to Thailand. Dr. Brian Thompson, who creates the antivirus, ends up getting infected while doing his experiment. And soon, the virus is spreading to all the residents of his same building. At that time, Kuhn is trying to help a young girl who's being kidnapped in the building. He ends up trapped in the building with only his precious sword as a weapon. Surrounded by the zombies, he has to find the girl and escape from the building before the government drops a bomb to destroy the virus and the building. I love the fact that the synopsis you read was based on an earlier version of the script before <laughs> they just said, fuck it, we, we have to change it, so then the dude just got bitten by a cockroach. Because yeah. <laughs> apparently that was, that was supposed to be a plot point, that the yeah. Andrew Biggs was supposed to be some sort of uh, scientist, and then they just couldn't film it, so like, fuck it, have him yeah. be bitten by a cockroach. Whatever. <laughs> he still looks weird. He does. Yeah. So this flick, Dynamo, do you want to talk a little bit about this flick? Because I saw it originally. You introduced it to me, I'd say, around 2006 or seven. Yeah. We used to have these big parties over at my place uh, called Nerdfest. They have all-day wrestling, barbecue, like watching movies. And this was the centerpiece film that year. Um, and I hadn't heard or seen anything about it. Like I literally took it out of the cellophane to put it in for all of us to watch it that first time. Um, and watching it in that environment was an incredible uh, experience. Yeah, yeah. And at my birthday this year, uh, I threw it in again in the background. Uh, we watched this and um, Creepies and a teenage movie. <laughs> um, but uh, it, uh, you know, it, it's definitely a good time party film. Um, to, like sitting down and watching this film for the first time ever, like by myself, um, not in a room full of people. I, I'll say that like a couple of things came to mind instantly. Like, I I want to see the like the not this version of this movie. Mm-hmm. I want to see the movie where like like I don't want to say that they take it seriously, but they like throw a guy in armor and a sword in a skyscraper. To save a hostage situation and ends up fighting zombies. Um, I never realized how much of a riff on Demons 2 this right. was before last yeah, night. Yeah. Even including kind of the look of some of the some of the undead and stuff like that. Um, and the noises that they made. Um, and uh, this film plays 50-50 for me. Uh, there was still stuff in this that literally made me like fall on the floor and laugh like and then there was stuff on this where i I was like completely irritated like it was a very strange experience experience for me because like it it was right down the middle for me there was very little in this that didn't play in one extreme or the other Mm -hmm. you know like i was like uh, I, i have a pet peeve of people speed up running like benny hill style for some reason that never that never works for me um, but I also had to rewind three times the scene where, uh, uh, what's his name? The main character there first jumps out of the room and is dancing and the other, oh, the oh, ball, oh, the oh. ball guy starts dancing yeah, next right, to him. Right, like, yeah, yeah. like three times I had to rewatch that again and, and <laughs> only, and only had to like proceed cause it was getting, the night was getting long in the tooth. But, um, you know, all, all in all, I enjoyed it, but it, it is a little disappointing in the sense where you, uh. You know, some of the jokes just just don't work. But I I think that's kind of 
with any type of comedy where they throw everything against the wall. I, I don't think that this is a trauma instance where they were trying to make a bad movie. I think they were just trying to make a really silly movie. And, yeah. and in, in, that, in that case, they certainly succeeded. There's really nothing serious at all about this film. Uh, even, even the more serious characters like the, uh, like the government, for instance... That that you would perceive. Well, the well, government was, well a, was a character. The well, fucking government's really government. serious, dude. Yeah. Oh, for Christ's sake! Government's yeah. not making jokes. Yeah, it's neither like a, are you. So like a, shut up. That's funny. It's like a DC movie. Yeah. No, what I'm no, what I'm saying is that you know you, what, what some of the some of the people that you would perceive as being uh, serious, uh, such as the people of the government or uh, or uh, certain doctors or whatever you know they you know they come up with the with their antivirus or their their weapon to defeat the zombies and they and they call it like the the big fat zombie killing gun or something like that you know they don't give it like a uh, like a special name they give it a uh, really si- uh, silly you know on the on the nose type of uh name for certain weapons and things like that so you know it, it 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 was never really meant to be taken ever at all seriously i mean it, it is it is just as dynamo says you know they threw out whatever comedy every bit of comedy they could in it and saw it stuck you know and some worked some didn't and but um but this is a funny movie man i mean there were times where i lol'd out loud <laughs> you know and uh, <laughs> and um it's i thought you know it's it's a funny movie you know it's it's but it's weird though with a movie like this for some reason it works better with a foreign cast than it does say like if, a, if this was made with a completely american cast and an american film i don't think it would right. be as funny and for for reasons i can't really comprehend you know but uh it but for some reason, that just seems to make sense to me. You're racist is probably why. It's not <laughs> racist. Yeah. Is it because they were Asian? Yeah. They uh, were Asian. <laughs> they were Asian. I don't know. For some reason, I just don't think round eyes are as funny. <laughs> well, it's funny. Like I, I think, I mean, I would have rather have seen this with a group of people. This is uh, definitely a party film. Yeah. Um, I watched it alone. So alone. And, and you drank alone. And you smoked alone. Yeah, well, it's called uh, Tuesday. And, and you slept alone. It's called Tuesday. Um, but no, and, and it's... Dino mentioned trauma. I kind of got a, a trauma vibe from this. Not like all the negative super shit, but a tinge. The way, they, all the, way the villains kind of just made noises. You know what I mean? Nope. Monster Zero. You know, because they were all kind of like... like they were that, that's, their, that's their language, sir. <laughs> no, 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 no. A different no, no, language no, 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 than no, we I, spoke. I, I get what he's saying. There was a lot of um, broad about insertion of sound effects in order to amp up the humor. Thank you, Goro. As I saw it. Yes. And actually, I understand what uh, Monster Zero was throwing out there earlier about the idea that he questions whether or not this would be as funny if it was in English. And it's something that I've encountered as well. Hmm. I wonder if I judge the performance of an actor who's speaking a language that's not my own on a scale because I'm not able to pick up when it is necessarily a bad performance, unless it's a really bad performance, because we miss those little imperfections in the language. You know, we don't have that same kind of linguistic grounding. So it's entirely possible that uh, we wouldn't have found this as funny if you did indeed find this funny if it was in English, because you would have seen the seams a little bit more. Yeah. 
That's why everybody shuts the fuck up. MZ was like, he looked like dumbfounded, like, oh, yeah. But yeah, these two are sitting here, they're like, we're pretty smart. See? No, no, no. Well, I know. I know you're not. No. So I'm curious. I know that obviously Dynamo and I, and I know MZ had seen at least bits of this. Uh, prior Raven Shadow, you had not seen this. I not no no. Okay, and how how about you guys? Algora, had you seen this prior? No, this was a uh, first time watch for me. Okay, and uh, Jakey Poo. Sorry, there's technical difficulties on my. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> then we'll go to CDR. <laughs> yeah, there's like there's like a dance party going on in the Skype call. Yeah, we're actually hearing the uh, commercial break that you had uh, were queuing up there. I don't oh, want to really? say anything, but fuck it. We're just going to break kayfabe. Yeah, we totally heard everything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, there I you go. I right. own voice doing promos, and it's surreal. <laughs> I was the same way. I was just like, why am I hearing myself? This is odd. That's, that's pretty funny. I just queued up. I was queuing up the break because, once again, uh, Windows 10 uh, fucked with uh, the, the program I normally use. Uh, to It's a DJ program that I use to play all my breaks and sound bites and everything like that does not work with Windows 10. So I'm doing it old school and making a fucking playlist of Windows Media Player. At least I'm not the only person to uh, decide <laughs> it was a good idea to upgrade to Windows 10 on the night that I was planning on recording. Oh, uh, yeah. I think I'm going to back it out as soon as the show ends. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lesson for all you uh, podcasters out there. Yeah. I dragged my free feet because I had a feeling something like this would happen. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? Let me just fucking do it because I got two days left. And uh, it didn't turn out very good. At least you're not live. So it fucking turns into like an internet riot on your yeah. doorstep. <laughs> like during the day, people like were so proud of you. We're so honored. And now it's like, fuck you guys. And you're fucking broken into that. Get them. Tell them, Steve, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I think we hear Jake now. Jake, can you hear us okay? Is it still all choppy? I, I can hear, like, it's perfectly fine. I'm just concerned because I'm getting, like, microsecond delays that I'm getting delayed as well. And I'm, I'm like, getting trepidatious because I don't want to be, like, you know, jumping into the future and stepping on people's words. <laughs> uh-huh. Ooh, wow. Sounds sexy, actually. Oh, man. Yeah. He's been doing in. this a while. Yeah. Put your best foot forward. <laughs> <laughs> I can wear that anywhere. So, Jakey, now, to, had you seen this to, before? No, no, I hadn't. <clears throat> this was a new experience. I had watched it maybe about 10 years ago for about 15 minutes and sort of forgot about it. Um, and then I watched it, and I hated it with every fiber in my loins what if it was in english <laughs> it was no <laughs> no no cartoon noises as a gag Ugh. are the like that's like that wait, that wait, is wait, wait, cotton wait. balls yeah. to me that is oh, nails wow. on a chalkboard that is horror show yeah. material i i am i am like elementally revulsed by it um but, with that said, I can totally see why people enjoy it, because at the end of the day, uh, comedy is by far the most subjective um, sort of experience you can have, and I cannot defend why I find this repulsive, but why I find, you know, X, Y, and Z, you know, cornball, irreverent, 
you know, profane comedy funny. There's really nothing else to it, but there there is there's something about this movie that uh, didn't work on me on virtually any level. And to the to the discussion about if it was in English or not, if it would be better, in a sense, yes, because um, the Thai have a have a high pitched uh, sort of tone yeah, to yes, their dialect, to their their language, and so yeah. when there's obnoxious stuff happening the fact that it's all happening at a higher pitch (laughs) just sort of bumps it up a little bit more (laughs) but you know it it is it is what it is no it's funny um i I respect what it did on on a low budget in thailand in 2006 clearly the the director was passionate about what they were doing but um to to relay my uh base Basic feelings of it. I thought it was uh, a shit sandwich. <laughs> you can't, you can't, can't say, say that. that. <laughs> you know what's funny? I, I don't. I don't know if it's just I was so dialed into the fact that that it was supposed to be a cartoon. You know, right, right from the cartoon opening. That I can honestly say, and this is going to sound absurd, that I didn't even notice the cartoon like noises stuff. Like, it, it's not something that, like, jumped out at me at all. You are me. fucking crazy. Except, yeah. like, <laughs> you are you know, no, no, you, get a lot of things. Yeah, that that was pretty easy to spot, but, yeah, I, I mean, know. it was, the the cartoon noises were pretty bad. I mean, not, not, not only are they bad, but they're also, they also seem to be just off by a tick, hmm. you know, uh, of... You know, of timing wise, I mean, it's just off by like a split second, but th- that split second makes all the difference in the world. I think the time that it became most egregious for me is when they w- there was a scene where the gangsters were confronting the Andrew Big Zombie, and they were overdubbing in what sounded like dog whining noises, mm. yeah, and it was yeah. just like, why are they doing that? And it w- it, my dog was freaking out because anytime <laughs> she hears another dog on TV, she just loses her mind. So she's looking at it, and her ears are up. It's like I, I don't know what it- <laughs> you try to explain this to me. Well, the the snake makes cat sounds. Yeah, well, that, yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that that was definitely a thing because it yeah. was a it was a half uh, half cat hats half snake right, thing right. at that point. But by the end of the movie, oh, that makes it all better. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Is that what happened? The movie. I, I don't give a shit. I don't give a shit where that. As thing... long as there's internal logic, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> give me rules that I can understand. I, I feel like since the cult of muscle started, we have only had CDR on to like really torture him. Well, that's that's what I was kind of wondering watching this movie, Dynamo. Is I give you cool shit like Mirage, sure, the fucking and writing best. wrongs. Mm-hmm. When I have you on my show, yeah, like, in the Dungeon the Master, best, best of the best mm-hmm. of action film history. Yeah, and you give me this, yeah. whatever that other fifteen-hour Indian movie was. <laughs> Why are you doing this? I was going to say. Bl- I was going to say. Uh, <laughs> Seventh Curse was good, but you brought that, actually, now that I think about no, it. No, I brought the cat. Oh, did the you? The cat, yeah, yeah. Loud meow. <laughs> did you not do Seventh Curse with us? No, I don't think I don't, you did. I don't think so. I can't imagine. So you, can't blame me, you can't blame me for this. I recommended we do the eternal evil of Asia. We could have been watching a man with a uh, penis for a head. <laughs> That's a fucking movie. <laughs> we almost did. It was so close. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, I'm curious if 
And I don't know if Jakey Poo is the best person to ask. If, if any of you guys have seen other uh, films from Thailand, is this is this kind of the norm, or is is this an outlier? Um, well, Jake, maybe you can remind me. What was that one movie? I think they made like two of them. I think it was called The Bodyguard. It had the guy who was the comedy relief from Ang Bak. You remember that? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, I can't quite recall the title, but I know what you're talking about. That's probably the closest the, the, I've ever come to seeing a Thai comedy, and I guess some of it, some of it was kind of uh, comparable. I mean, that one wasn't nearly as cartoonish, but mm-hmm. the deadpan and rapid-fire delivery from the comedic actors, that was definitely part of it. But other than that, I mostly just watch Thai movies where guys break bones with their knees. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when you're dealing with a country that has a small but relevant film scene, like, there, there's a whole, there's a strata about, like, how things go. If your country has no film scene, you're making art films, and that's it. If you have a medium film scene, but you have a small country and you don't have much for reach, that's where you get to these Thai movies, and they're very populist, very, very broad you know, lots of teen comedies, lots of normal comedies. The action beats are super broad. Like all the all the comedic relief in their action movies are incredibly broad. Um, and this sort of applies to this, but like this is obviously like way, way, way over the top. This is not something you would really consider mainstream or mainstream pandering. I think it was more just a an odd flash in the pan kind of movie because this is like, you know. Thai, like, you know, Cartoon Network shit. You know what I mean? And like, this is, like, real random, real non-sequitur cornball to the nth degree, you know, so it's not exactly um, indicative of, of what they have to offer, but you can sort of see how a movie like this got made. It is the, the bodyguard, by the like... way, Elgoro. What's that? It is the bodyguard, by the that, way, right, That was one I was thinking of. But it, it seems like they were even poking fun at the Thai movie scene, other than the facts that they acknowledged oh, yeah. that they were actually in a movie, but just the idea that uh, they couldn't show nudity because the censors wouldn't approve of it. Right. Which yeah. Thailand yeah. is weird. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I, I thought yeah, that optical it... censoring is, is a pretty Well, obtrusive. yeah, they, they put a mosaic over a guy even while he was covering his crotch, but yeah. just the whole crotchal region was just <laughs> too much for the uh, censors. Yeah. It reminded can, me we, of. Uh... We can have a scene where a guy slow mo kicks a zombie fetus, but we can't have nudity. Right. Why does every zo- every zombie comedy? This is one thing that, like, one of the things that, like, uh, kind of pushed the. Like, you know, I, I said I was right in the middle. And some things really piss me off. And this didn't necessarily have anything to do with this movie per se. But, like, what is it with the low-hanging fruit of zombie babies that every fucking zombie comedy in the history of zombie comedies has had to swing at? Well, consider the source, man. I mean, the first time I ever remember seeing it was in Dead Alive. And pretty much everybody, when they make a zombie comedy, they're in one way or another aping Dead Alive. All right. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a weird insular world of horror. Everyone kind of references each other, and so you get these weird patterns that emerge. But you know, it's when everyone's trying to have fun and everyone's seeing the same damn movies, you kind of end up with the same beats. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I was I was talking about that on the most recent episode I did. It's interesting to watch horror, horror uh, foreign horror, because as you said, it's such an insular world. And even though they could be drawing from cultural norms that are different than us, 
they they're still watching all the same movies we are. These movies just travel, so you will see these little bits of horror ephemera pop up all over the world. Right. I mean the 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 like I said the de- uh, specifically demons too, but I think that the design of the uh, dead in particular were like pretty you know pretty demons one, but like oh, yeah. you know the fact that they even had the pimp and everything like. Like I feel like it. It wasn't. It wasn't like coincidental. You know. Like there was definitely. Uh, you know, this dude had seen demons. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. For yeah. sure. Yeah. So I this, mean, the, the, I was just saying, this movie yeah. just probably came about the same way so many other movies come around, and so many other w- things that you guys have talked about on the show. You know, a bunch of guys sit, sitting together saying, "Hey, wouldn't it be cool if?" And then they just threw it all together. Yeah. This was definitely, like, one of our our old Marvel games where, like, I was kind of making it up as I went along. Like, I didn't have anything prepared, and I was like, and then there's zombies. And then a snake comes. <laughs> a, a poorly rendered one at that, too. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that snake was the best thing. No, no, time. the snake was fine. The baby was beyond yeah, the, the pale. That was, uh, that was terrible. <laughs> it kind of looked like the old dancing baby. It from- yeah, totally yeah, right? Yeah. Dancing baby. Oh, from Allie McBeal? No. What? Ah, what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna throw myself on my chug jug. I mean, I, I I knew it from the old internet days, but if you yeah. found it through Ally McBeal, that's perfectly yeah. fine. Yeah, you, I'm, you, yeah. Uh, no, I'm, that's, that's where that dancing baby came from. He's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah so okay. fuck all. Well, he's, yeah. he's the only one that fucking saw it. Yeah, so we the, don't believe it. He's the no, fucking everybody king knows of sitcoms. It. Not everyone knows it. No. I didn't know it. Well, that's because you're an it's idiot. That's you guys are I, know, <laughs> I don't know anything about Allie McBeal. Yeah, I don't know anything about Allie McBeal either, well, except, for that fucking, except for that fucking baby. That was too politically charged for him, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed the Gil Bellows. in that show? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, uh, everything you're doing is bad. You see? Hey, Janos. Yeah, yeah, was just two. He was the boss. Yeah. I watched that show. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, man. The only was my shit. And I've seen it before. No one cares. <laughs> it's a CDRMZ connection right there. Yeah. There we go. Scary. Love it. There it is. Yeah. 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 Scary. Maybe I'll remember you next time. Thanks for having my back, bud. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, dancing, thanks for having my back, baby. Has a Wikipedia uh, page. Wait. Yeah. The dancing baby has a Wikipedia page? Fuck yeah, it does. <laughs> now everybody goes to look at look at yeah. yeah everyone so <laughs> so CDR for now on we're gonna set a precedent even if it's a new movie or like whatever else for now on you get to pick the movie when you come on all right because this one it, this I one I didn't some good can come from this yeah. this one I didn't know how it would go but I really I, remember I like you know you know me well no no I, I felt I felt the same way that Jake has felt over the last couple months. When I've picked Spring Breakers, just to see, just uh, to tempt fate, see how bad things could go, yeah. and they went spring real break, bad, y'all. Yeah, <laughs> pretty bad. Went pretty bad. I, I, I feel like I, you know, this one I, I, I thought could be bad, but could have gone a different way. But I honestly remember like opening up without seeing anything about it, like opening up my DVD Delirium Volume Two. Reading the description of Abe and being like, I'm going to be a fucking hero. Everyone is going to love me. <laughs> I will say, maybe it's, maybe it's rose-colored glasses, but Abhe felt like 45 minutes compared to this. 
28 minutes I've ever experienced. Are you forgetting about the 45 minute flashback and the uh, second halfway reel, through, halfway right? through Abbey, about child abuse? Right? <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> that was the fucking worst. Yeah. Halfway through a movie, you have a 45 minute flashback. Oh, Within the first two seconds of this, once the uh, opening cartoon credit sequence started, I was ready to open a vein. There was a time in my life, like back in the late 80s, early 90s, when a cartoon credit sequence at the beginning of a would get me super excited, but I was eight. Yeah. <laughs> I know, like ruthless people, ruthless a, people had an awesome... cartoon sequence, yeah. sequence had a decided Jinko aesthetic to it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I did. No, uh, no John Larroquette, Kirstie Alley comedy... There you go, fucking... <laughs> wow, they still are on fucking point tonight. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, right here, CDI. <laughs> Somehow Monster Zero is peering direct, all the way across the border to the other side of the world. Yes. <laughs> CDR, do you like Mr. Belvedere, too? <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> what were you watching last week, MZ? Golden Girls and... Uh, Sanford and Son. Sanford and Son, yeah. Yeah, yeah three Those in the morning. good shows. Yeah. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah. Damn right. <laughs> yeah, and then he, I, I'll admit I was excited about the mod release too. The for your mod nausea toi. Yeah, my mod nausea toi. <laughs> it's weird with Adrian Barbara mod. Whatever. You have your thing. I have the Gilmore Girls. Well, he's got his uh, Adrian Barbo thing. Well, that's yeah. that's same as my mod yeah. nausea toi. Yeah, yeah. That's that's the daughter. She's knee deep in that. Yeah, that's weird. It's okay if it's a stepdaughter. Oh, Jesus. They have sites like. Do you guys have those sites in Canada? What sites? Like you know, like you know, like, you know. You know. You know I'm talking about it, but it involves. No, no, no. Go into detail. Yeah, please. Yeah. No, like, please. You know, and like there's a weird like you know the kind of the Brady Bunch how you know two guys. What, I'm sorry. What? what the <laughs> Where are you going? Yeah, with what this? do you watch? What's going on? Where are you going with this? Well, well see you later, around. guys. All right. Another four years. You can hear Talk Without Rhythm every week. <laughs> porn. Porn's what I'm talking about. You guys have porn oh, in Canada? Porn. Porn. Yeah. Do they have porn in Canada? It's a pretty bunch. You couldn't <laughs> say porn. I was trying to be, I thought we'd be nice now. I thought we're trying to like, What's so bad about saying you're porn? And you were going to say incest porn. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Porn. 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 What? Jesus. This is like, of all the ways I thought this was going to go, this was definitely not it. Jesus Christ. You knew what I was talking about. Those go walk websites where the brother kisses the brother. <laughs> you know, just together. keep on talking. You know, talk, say, just, you know, just say boobies. 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 The dad boobies. and the son. Boobies. Yeah. Boobies. The uncle boobies. and the nephew. Boobies. Uncle Pockets. Boobies. Could be a lot boobies. of things. Boobies. Will you boobies. stop it? Boobies. This is I'm a fucking slap nightmare. You. I'm going to slap your <laughs> Cross your stupid face. <laughs> mess up your stupid hair. All I know is when the people that can't watch this live <laughs> listen to this on Friday, they're going to be pissed that they almost dodged a bullet and <laughs> listen to it anyway. <laughs> Oh, oh, Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was weird. So this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can we get back to the movie? Yeah, was there a movie we were talking about? We I don't that. even remember anymore. We can we have. pretend we watched the editor instead? That was a good movie. Yeah. Did you guys see Casablanca? <laughs> oh, Did you have that in Canada? The crazy thing is I can't pick a movie for when CDR and Jake are on, but we like a lot of the same stuff, so it's weird. Why don't we have them do it? 
Because I, I don't know. Well, that's we're what we're going to do next time. We almost did, and I fucking blew it. Like, Goro had a good idea. <laughs> oh, it's fine. It's true. Like, uh, It's all about the discussion. It's any, any excuse to shoot the shit with your friends is a good excuse. Just try to pick one that's a yeah. little shorter if it's going to be this bad. Yeah, you said, oh, this wasn't that long. <laughs> that was 95 minutes. Oh, come on. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. 95 this, minutes. Look, I watched movie was four fun. and a half hours of George Romero motorcycle fetish for, for you guys in the show. <laughs> you like that movie. Don't, don't, don't pull it for shit. You like that movie. I, I Night Riders? Is yeah. That? yeah. Night Riders, yeah. I still don't know why. I also like Great Dungeon movie. Master. That's such a good movie, too. Night Riders. That was a good show. I like that show. We were on the phone for about... 95 minutes is more than long enough for me to have killed myself like 15 times. <laughs> 15 times? It's true. Jesus. Jesus. Wow, you got to do it pretty well. But I mean, like, if you take out, like, the, like I, I still, like, the thing that, the main takeaway from this, and it's, it's not, you know, it, it, it's neither here nor there, I guess, is that I would love to have seen the, like... The, the giraffe Evans version of this, you know what I mean, like the like the guy with the sword fighting zombies in a building, like for real. Giraffe Evans. Giraffe, giraffe. Yeah, giraffe, giraffe Evans. <laughs> That's how I say his name. He cannot say uh, Gareth. Yeah. for the life of him, I cannot. Hippopotamus Evans. <laughs> I don't know if, it, it seems to me if you were to scale this slightly more serious, you'd end up with something like Versus, which is one of Mars's favorite flicks. Yeah, there you go. That was a that was another bad show. Oh yeah, I forgot you do that one too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Man, I'm fucking ruining the internet. <laughs> no, you're not ruining the internet. Yeah, only, <laughs> only every other Saturday. So I, I think I think we're we're pretty split on this flick. I know watching it back, it, I think this is definitely a, as stated. It, I don't think we a, heard really what El Goro thought, right? Like. Well, I was I wasn't wrapping up. Oh, I just was kind of getting back on track. But yeah, El Goro, if you want to go ahead and uh, say a few words, hey, my my thoughts on this were definitely not as negative as the uh, Cult of Muscle guys. But uh, I mean, in no way could you call this a great film. But I was decently entertained from time to time, mostly just by how willing they were to go audacious. Now yeah. people have done it much better many other times. But I don't know. There was something about it that just kind of did it for me in certain times. Yeah, it was it was very silly. So yeah. if you're with the tone of the comedy, I think this one would work for you. If it if the comedy didn't work for you, I mean, obviously you're probably in for a very long viewing experience. But I I just and and some of it was was slightly dumb. But but I just oh just no, was it was fun. completely dumb. It yeah, was, yeah, <laughs> it was unabashedly dumb. If there's anything positive I have to say about it, it's that I did sort of appreciate how earnest and like as gross and violent as it is, it doesn't. It's not mean spirited or cynical feeling. No, definitely no, not. No. And it, I, and I I think the earnestness is the best way you could describe this. At no point did it feel, even though they were doing fourth wall breaking gags. Yeah. At no point did it feel like they were they were simply going out of their way to homage their very clear influences. I mean, they were there certainly, 
but I don't know. It just didn't feel as crass as sometimes you'll get in this style of comedy. No, I definitely agree with that. There was nobody yeah, running was... around named. There was nobody running around named Romero. Yeah, yeah. There was a certain subtlety involved in in, in how they delivered. I don't know that, that I would put subtlety. <laughs> yeah. in no, yeah. no, there was. Subtlety there is was. not a good word for this movie. Is there, no, no, no. I mean, I mean, I understand. I understand what you're saying, but no, I, 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 uh, <laughs> I understand I what you're saying, but you're wrong. Yeah, that's yeah, what you're saying. Know. Yeah, yeah, I'll agree with you, and then we'll both be wrong, okay? Is that what you want? Is that what you want? You want both of us to be wrong? I want to die. Holy shit. Fox News MZ is off the hook. All right. Newsflash. Monster Zero has a nervous breakdown. I just feel that there's a certain subtlety involved in what what El Goro just said. You know? That's all I'm saying. What? Yeah, I mean, I mean it I wasn't direct. Could, it wasn't in your I face, you know, or anything movie. like that. But right. there was, I mean, there's a certain subtlety involved in, in how they 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 did their homages to uh, other films. Not not that I'm trying to beat a dead horse or, or a dead cow. Oh no, I no, no, you don't do that. No, no, Whatever. not you. Hey, yeah. when are we going to hear yeah, about told- your? When are we going to hear about your destroyed DVDs one more time? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your, your own fucking personal nine eleven, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> How come we haven't heard? You know, it's been three weeks since uh, we've heard about your yeah. DVDs. I don't, oh, my poor DVDs. They were Blu-rays. Uh, oh, my <laughs> poor Blu-rays. It, yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah. <laughs> not, not, to, not to beat a dead horse, but uh, because normally I make Monster Zero's mother stay home. But now, it, somewhere in there, there was a joke. Right. Yeah. I don't know where it is, yeah. but somewhere in there, there Whatever. was a joke. Please you're pre- the one dressed like a legit... You look like a legit pregnant woman right now. Thank you. And you're putting a joke. You have fucking barefoot, yep. maternity shorts on, and a yep. jaw shirt that's two uh-huh. sizes too small. It's not two sizes too small. Well, no, then you're two sizes too fucking big. <laughs> you're Personal 911! <laughs> What is going on? <laughs> so, like to the song to the tune of Personal Jesus. <laughs> My own personal personal eleven. <laughs> it's been a great four years. I think the fact that we're still together is yeah. really the testament to the relationship. So anyway, yeah. Please continue, Donald. Yeah, whatever. Please continue. Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> My favorite thing about being on this show is I watch the I watch the live feed, which has a delay, so I get to see everyone's meltdowns. <laughs> yeah. after hearing. Um, I I, th- I don't even remember what I was gonna fucking say. It had something to do with dog soldiers, but I can't remember what you're we fucking talking about. <laughs> oh, I think that that's another film that, in this way, had like a lot of referential influences, but like they weren't uh, in your. They weren't like. Like in your face about it, in like your, you didn't. In your house, you didn't know. Like it, they didn't say Lieutenant Bruce Campbell ten times. You know, yeah, like you didn't right. know that that guy was <laughs> that that was necessarily that guy's name until you saw it in the, in the credits. And it's not like they named this skyscraper like Bava Estates or something like that. You know, so it's <laughs> all I was fucking saying. I mean, it also did light rabbits on fire, but I'm not going to give it credit for that. No, no, I'm, I'm no, I, I don't know. And it was my own personal 9-11, you ass. <laughs> Here's the thing. If someone wrecked even, like, one of his copies of his shitty trauma movies, he would literally be slitting his, like, one of my friends are gone. 
And like I had all of my Blu-rays destroyed, and he's making fun of me. It was probably him. Yeah, it must have been you me. You know who it was. Yeah, well, they were short and fat, so it looked like him. <laughs> it was from the same part of the weird part of Grafton that we don't like to admit is part of Grafton, where we are now, coincidentally. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking abortion. Am I allowed you can't to say that? Am I allowed you to can't call say that? Am I allowed to call a person an abortion? Oh, <laughs> Wait, why can't you say abortion? Oh, <laughs> never mind. <laughs> oh, Jesus I Christ! Don't <laughs> I don't know. You don't know? Yeah. No. <laughs> Remind me next time when I feel bad when I say I wish you were never born that I don't actually feel bad. Abortion. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Right. We just covered a gang rape movie on our show this week, and it was more comfortable than being on this show. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the fucking bumper. That's like the fucking that's a sample right there. Yeah. That was a weird movie, actually. <laughs> like you guys handled that very admirably, all things considered. Movie. Not quite as fun, but much more maturely than the incest movie. Well, yeah. you know, that's how we roll. It's true. It's weird. Oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, I, hate, I mean, I hate, what really can you say? I don't know. I hate everyone in this room, <laughs> and I'm never coming back off. again. <laughs> promises, promises. What about yeah. everyone on the air? No, uh, I like online. that. What, John? I didn't do anything. It's true. He's supposed to stick up for me, but he didn't. <laughs> yeah. I was too busy laughing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have an agreement he's supposed to step in whenever Belial gets out of line here. but <laughs> Belial. Belial. <laughs> <laughs> we put him in a... In a wicker, uh, wicker okay. basket. Wish we put him in Just a big wicker Just feed me raw hot dogs and hamburgers and I'll be happy. <laughs> you act like that's yeah, not actually, what goes that's, on. That's what you eat. Yeah. Art Bradish. Yeah, yeah. Art Bradishes. That's my favorite thing in the four years of the show, I think. Even though it, it doesn't work out of context is when we had a huge fight about Art Bradish. <laughs> and like, after an awkward moment of silence, CDI just said, what is an Art Bradish? <laughs> <laughs> You guys have way too many franchises down there that are just a guy's name. <laughs> right. Coming from the guy from the land of Tim Hortons. Yeah, I was just going to yeah. say, what? It's just the one. We, could, we just have the one. Just the one. And you guys own it now anyway, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah. <laughs> I think the time of Tim Hortons up here is coming on. I think they all went away. At least they. It's because the they're East garbage. Coast. Yeah, like, I think you have to trade in your Canadian citizenship for that comment. <laughs> I like, don't like hockey. I don't like Tim Hortons. <laughs> and I hate snow. <laughs> I hate I'm on my island. Oh, then you're in the perfect spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, why are you still there then? <laughs> well, the, the impression I get is that CDR lives in some weird like world where people just drive recklessly in the in the uh, like he tells stories of, like him and Pony Boy on all sorts of adventures. Back in the day, which is my favorite part of the show, like it's like you live in pirate Canada. It's not even like real Canada. <laughs> I did spend a lot of time on docks as a young lad. <laughs> I won't tell you why. No. <laughs> it was because I was a child prostitute. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you weren't going to tell us why. This is very enlightening. <laughs> Had a lot of announcements tonight. Yeah. <laughs> Do you get a press release too? Because the guy from outside the cinema does. Bill by force, he had a press release. You should get one. Well, you guys have press releases in Canada? <laughs> no, they just have uh, maple syrup and hockey. Oh, wow. That's right. Yep. 
Fuck hockey. The confessions of a child prostitute. <laughs> <laughs> Every night my ass was a personal 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what you guys. Oily, oily maniac loves me. That's worse. Sorry that happened. It's bad. Oh my god. Goro replaced my man Borg. He loves me. Four more years. Yeah. <laughs> Four more years. Yeah. Four more years. Yeah. yeah. How many terms do you get as as a podcast? Do you, do you have to stop at two? Yeah. I don't know if we're going to make it there anyway. Yeah, yeah, so slow down. Let's, let's see yeah. if we get, 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 let's get through this episode. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, I'm waiting for one more blood test and hoping it's taking a turn for the worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think we can wrap up this review. Yes. This was a review? Uh, <laughs> not uh, Hardly. 30 minutes of confession. fucking around a five-minute review. Yeah, it was more of a confession, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> confession. I, know, I think we uncovered a lot of really good things. You know, we've, yeah. we've, we've made progress here. I just want to cuddle CDR now. I understand. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, let's... Uh, should we break out the Busta? Ooh. Uh, sure. All right, let's break out the Busta, then. Trick or treat, baby. I wonder if people would say you're a trick or a treat. Trick or treat, motherfucker. All right. Now it is verdict time. We're going to let you know whether this flick was a trick or a treat and any final thoughts we may have. Why don't we kick it over to my man, El Goro? I... The best way I could describe this movie is similar to how I describe Manboard to people. It felt like a little kid just playing with his action figures, coming up with the most insane storyline possible. But unlike Manborg, it really didn't pull it off. It had some moments where I was entertained. There were a couple laugh lines thrown into there. But overall, this would probably be a trick for me. Now, if I had seen this you know, 12 years ago when it was first released with a bunch of buds and we were really drunk, I probably would have loved this <laughs> film. But, uh, yeah, it's a trick for me. All right. Now, is the kid in that analogy, does he hang out at the docks? Is he in there, CDR? What did you, what did you put, uh, make pretend before your clients showed up? <laughs> <laughs> a loved one. Uh... <laughs> Building castles out of discarded Tim Hortons cups. Yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd make a, I'd make a, a a doll that I'd call mommy out of uh, seaweed. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> if you ever write a book of poetry, it needs to be called Seaweed Mommy. <laughs> Salt mother. <laughs> Salt mother. <laughs> so why don't we move on to CDR then? I think we know, but let's make it official. Well, this is uh, officially a giant fucking trick played upon me by the fates and mostly Dynamo. And, uh, I'm going to hold the grudge. Why do I get blamed for everything? This movie hadn't even crossed my mind until Johnny brought it up. I'm going to throw Johnny under the bus. That's fine. I'll yeah. take it. Ooh. We right. like you, John. Oh, thank you. All right. How about you, Jake Pooh? All right. So here's the thing. This movie... Um, 
I thought I had a connection with. You know, I I, I thought I had something with, you know, I I had built up my hopes. You know, I'd gotten really excited, you know, and it's it's one of those movies where, you know, you as a viewer, you know, you feel like you're traveling a long way, like driving across the country, you know, (laughs) say, I don't know, 13 hours. (laughs) And then you get there to to watch this movie, to experience this movie, to make this connection to this movie. And um, it just doesn't show up doesn't give you a reason it um just leaves you hanging so i give this one a michael raven shadow out of 10 hey <laughs> say, i give this a trick yeah right sure. shadow. he drove 13 raven hours to hang oh out i'm sorry you. about that yeah. you're talking about me yeah <laughs> of course he is you weren't there paying attention were you yeah. i was i was i was thinking about the seaweed mommy that's <laughs> 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 I, I genuinely believe I genuinely believe you too. <laughs> He's like, oh man, that would have been a much your, better life childhood. Title, man. <laughs> Personal nine eleven of the seaweed mommy. There you go. There you go bro. <laughs> oh, Jesus. as an aside, it will not be personal nine eleven. <laughs> says who? The, I don't know. I don't know. The chat seems to like that idea. Yeah, great. If I thought that anyone cared about whether or not I came back or not, I'd put my foot down. But they make a Raven Shadows day. Hey, it's the only reason I show up anymore because I know it makes Raven Shadow miserable. God damn it! All right, Donna, I'll be you. This is a treat. I, I mean, I, I I was disappointed. My uh, expectation, my opinion of it, definitely changed. Um, but I think that. I don't know. Like they're they're. Uh, this is perfect for what I had originally used it for, um, but maybe not perfect to sit home alone on a Tuesday night and watch it. What did you initially use it for? We had a fucking big party. Oh, okay. with all I was sitting yeah. around laughing at the fucking snake I you cat. Did some masturbate in the remote control? Ooh. No, this would be like Taiwanese films and Turkish films are very frustrating for that. <laughs> People fucking shower with their clothes on. Yeah, no nudity. Yeah, I don't like it. And to be fair with Dynamo, there's a lot of movies that I'm sure all of us can think of that work far better in a social setting than they do, you know, just sort of by your lonesome. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. All right, MZ. Yeah, this is definitely a party flick, and uh, (laughs) you definitely need to have that party atmosphere to really enjoy this film. But watching it alone, you know, I, I found it equally entertaining you know it's it's silly it's stupid it's supposed to be that way you know and everything involved including the silly uh uh cartoon sound effects you know it's all part of the it's all part of the vibe of the film so i mean that's forgivable uh this is a uh, treat now if now we obviously know it probably doesn't fare as well by yourself but does it fare any better with seaweed mommy Ooh. <laughs> worse by seaweed mommy. Yeah, she says trick. Yeah. Everything's better with seaweed mommy. Yeah. <laughs> Has anybody heard of Tricks the um, are more manageable with seaweed mommy? Seaweed mommy, yes. I'm I'm looking at the box uh, for this feature uh, film right now, and it was partially put out by uh, RKO, which you know uh, RYKO rather, which I've obviously heard of. But it's, it came out of Jordan, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say, it came out, out of, yeah, it came out of nowhere. This yeah, look. great. <laughs> um, Without wearing pants, 
<laughs> no. <laughs> 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 Coop in his fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I really th- cracking up. I really thought that he didn't have pants on. I just assumed that. I guess I am a liar. But it was also once a zero. I, I'm having a hard time yeah. reading this. What do you want me to read? Here, uh, could you t- say the name of this company? This? Yeah, it's Dis- Disco. It's uh, Disco Tech. Yeah, I've I'd never heard of them. Has anybody else heard of heard of them? Never. But they're from uh, Ryko Distribution. Uh, they put out some good Japanese stuff, old yeah. Japanese stuff. They put out uh, yeah. Red Woman, or Zero Woman, Red Handcuffs. That's a good one. Yeah, go to uh, yeah, discotechmedia.com and check I it out. I think they might have put out the uh, Pinky Violence collection. The oh. Pinky uh, Violence, that that's could be. That's where I remember it from. That's probably where I remember it, because like, I've never heard the name, but that they have a little, uh, like, a, a little, like, discotheking Asian schoolgirl on the, uh, yeah. for the logo, and, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it did seem familiar. Oh, no, wait. I'm thinking of Panic House. <laughs> well, there goes that theory. <laughs> well, I still don't know why I've seen right. that friggin' disco but girl. But definitely then. catered to Asian movies. I, I, yeah. I'm familiar with discotheque. I can't recall releases off the top of my head, but they're definitely, they they uh, dabbled in the uh, Asian film releases. Yeah. Mostly genre stuff. Because I don't own a lot of stuff um, that, that is Asian uh, action that isn't like... Um, you know, martial arts movies, but I did have that pinky violence set. So. All right, Raven Shadow? Yeah, man. You know, I wanted something like Kung Fury, you know, something like that, something kind of over the top. And I guess that, I, This wasn't over the top? I, can I fucking just finish fucking talking? It was almost, <laughs> like, it was almost like I had a fucking agenda Ooh. to fucking get to, right? <laughs> Fuck. You're, you're, you're throwing shit at me? Yeah. And throw anything. It's on the table. No, I'm just trying to get somewhere. I'm trying to get somewhere. You're ruining the beats. <laughs> I feel like we're like the invitation of podcasts right now. This is very awkward. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Johnny. I respect a lot what you do. I mean, I'm, I, I, I would have waited on the Windows 10 upgrade, but I'm just saying. That. Listen to this fucking guy. He doesn't even know what Windows 10 is. To yeah. be fair, I, I don't. <laughs> There's only two Windows here. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Windows 97, that was a thing, right? That was important. People talked about that. We talked about that on Friends. Well, no, Windows 95 and 98, I think. Oh. Well, I don't think 97 was a thing. Yeah. It was a thing. I was... <laughs> 1997 really happened. <laughs> yeah, not Windows 97. Oh. I can't believe that this is going to be our worst show. Go on. Go on. I, I'm fucking derailed. If it was a party, it'd be fun to have people over and laughing, but I, I said I didn't. So maybe I would have given it a tepid treat if I was with people. But I saw it alone. <laughs> and you cried yourself. And I cried. I cried. It was a little sad. Then my towels. I took a bath before the show. You're looking at the websites. You know, the, yeah. the, those websites. You know. Yeah, the ones with the, the two websites. guys. <laughs> I meant to say. Greg Brady. The Brady brothers. The one yeah. with all the tabs. <laughs> well, they would say when a man and a woman married and their yeah. kids become like family, but they're not really family. And it's, <laughs> it's like a hairbrush drop. You know what I mean? And a hairbrush incident. What's yeah, what is happening? Seaweed doll. Seaweed doll. Seaweed mommy. Yeah, clam daddy. Clam daddy? <laughs> what? Is that anything like chow daddy? Yeah. Spaghetti hamburgers. Clam daddy? <laughs> clam daddy. Clam daddy. I was, I was playing with my clam daddy. <laughs> Story. Story just got so sad. <laughs> it really did. <laughs> I'm tired of pretending I don't like seaweed. 
but plankton keeps me roaring ready and rock steady. <laughs> coral, oh. coral, uh, jellyfish, <laughs> eel, <laughs> surfboards. I wonder how regional Chow, Chow Daddy was. Did you guys have a? Uh, yeah, do you guys remember Chow Daddy? No, nope. guess not. Well, he was a line in a T-shirt. He would he would come to your school lunch <laughs> and he would really get you excited about about the food groups. Uh, yeah. yeah. It's true. Yeah, I know. He, he kind of looked like strange men came to our school. You know, they ended up getting shot. He kind of looked like uh, Michael Jackson in Mid Transformation to Werewolf in, from the Thriller video. Yeah, it's true. Kind of like MZ. Let me see if I can find that PSA. Yeah, it, it's, it's amazing. Here. Oh yeah, yeah. Here it is. I'm tired of candy. Tired of gum. That guy's terrifying. Tired of hunger and food that's no fun. I'm yeah. tired of pretending <laughs> I don't like spaghetti, but school lunch keeps me roaring ready and rock steady. Pizza, spaghetti, burger. With Chow Daddy in your school cafeteria, it's the fun place to be for lunch. Desserts. PSA for child obesity, childhood obesity right there. And then I always think, like, where else are you going to be at lunch in school? You ain't going to fucking Papa Gino's. Clam could, Daddy. No, Clam Daddy. Chow Daddy will, though. He says, fuck this shit. Fuck, fuck you and your fish sticks. I'm going to get myself a pizza. Yeah. Clam Daddy. Yeah, so I guess, I guess the end result of how I watched it, I would have to say I'd agree with the trick-or-treat triumvirate. Trick. All right, well... Thank God we got it out of him. <laughs> For me, uh, this flick was it, like like others have said. It's 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 a good party film, and when you watch it with a group, it seems to definitely take on an, uh, a different life. But uh, even watching this, and I had that experience to begin with, so maybe my viewing of seeing it alone was different. But you know, I knew what I was getting into, and this actually was funnier than I remember it. Even so, I was I was on board with the humor. It's it's not a great flick, but for folks who dig horror comedies, like I would say, Dead Alive. I'm not going to say it's as good as Dead Alive, but you know, kind of in that same vein a little bit. That uh, if you dig that, you know, I, I would seek this out and check it out. And uh, for me, I, I'll say I'll just say it's a flat out treat because it's fun, and uh, you know, it's not gonna it's not gonna end up on any top ten list or anything like that. But uh, it's a it's a fun flick. So. SARS Wars, Bangkok, Zombie Crisis. There you have it. And Thanks so much, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Click. There goes CDR. Yeah. Uh, go watch the uh, Chow Daddy PSA. Well, El Goro's posting uh, photos of Chow Daddy. <laughs> That's fucking terrifying, man. I mean, I, I don't even want to see the PSA just divorced from context looking into those dead eyes. <laughs> just imagining him, you know, at one point he wanted to be an actor. He wanted to make it big. Mm. And now he is the Chow Daddy. Yeah. Well, well, 30 years ago he was the Chow pain. Daddy. I wonder what he's doing now. Oh, we should get him on the show. Oh, Murdering Chow Daddy? Children. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Let's get Chow Daddy on the show. He was DDR's pimp. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we know why he's called Daddy. I, although he was known as Clam Daddy then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right, right. <laughs> Those were his botch- he was much more uh, specific in his tastes as a younger man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that, what he was saying in that PSA was all like innuendo for like sexual acts. Like spaghetti, $10. Pizza, 50 bucks. 
don't even want to know what the tacos are. <laughs> <laughs> so that is going to wind down the review portion. Uh, I want to keep these guys on for a little bit longer because I do want to talk about, you know, obviously this is our four-year anniversary show, and, um, and I know obviously these guys have been a big part of Trick or Treat Radio you know, for the four years. And, you know, El Goro has been doing this even longer than we have. And El Goro, what was, I listened to the, the Bas the Baskin review earlier today. Mm-hmm. What, uh, what episode number was that? Was that? That was 229. 229. No, you're not 229. You're in the, f- no, 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 three, 329. Okay. I was going to say, right. okay, you're, you're way ahead of us. I uh, forget now. Yeah, they, they all kind of meld together. So they do. Twenty-eight. No, wait, thirty-eight. Never mind. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> In his defense, it definitely sounded like Ragnarok going on while he was recording that episode. So yeah, oh, I was wondering how much that thunder nuts. got picked up. Yeah, I I was listening on headphones at the gym today, and it was pretty loud. <laughs> yeah, it was yeah. the reason that the recording stopped when it did. Yeah, <laughs> that sound. It sounded like a, uh, a harrowing experience on that episode. Yeah, it was good though. Yeah, it was it was good. I actually skipped the whaling review just because I, I'm very curious to see it, and I'm I'm sure you didn't go into too much detail. But I want to be I want to go in cold, as they say. So the only thing I will say ahead of that is that it is a two and a half hour movie. Yep. So brace yourself for that because it's a long two and a half hours. Yeah. Well, I don't I'm, listen to him. It's not a long two. And a half. <laughs> it is a long two. All right, breezes by. <laughs> yeah, just breezes by. <laughs> the Malik-like shots of people staring wistfully into the countryside. <laughs> but uh, I really did dig the uh, the review you did at Baskin because we reviewed that a little little while back, and you know we appreciate you uh, mentioning mentioning our review. But uh, you know, I I really enjoyed hearing you talk about a lot of you know the the religious aspects of it. That's typically not something, a direction we go, but I enjoyed hearing you discuss that. So for anyone, you know, that, that heard our review, has seen Baskin or, or is even curious, uh, Algora does a really great uh, discussion about it. So well, thanks man. I appreciate it. You got it, man. So I, I want to kind of go down, not necessarily go down memory lane a little bit, but uh, I, Obviously, you guys have been doing podcasting for a while. You know, even even Jakey and CDR, you guys have, you know, over, I think you, is it 120 now? 129. Uh, yeah, 129. 129, okay. And uh, so I know, obviously, you guys have been doing it for, you know, over two years now with this show, but you each had your own shows prior to that. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I love I love hearing you talk about El Goro when you talk about the conversation and how, how it's, you know, everyone kind of has their place in it. And... You guys are totally, you know, I think that's why we get along with you guys so well, because there's no pretension there. It's it's all about just, just having fun, and, and you guys have great communities as well. Like, the Cult of Muscle community is... Mm-hmm. is, is unreal. I unreal, yeah. Like Oh, uh, they're tremendous. They're yeah. the best. Yeah, it, it's amazing. You guys have such a cool community, and, and everyone loves the gimmick, you know, if, if you will. Like, if, hopefully you guys don't, don't mm-hmm. you know, take offense to that, but... I do, but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> for for CDR, it's a way of life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But you know, just the, the the grunting and the cult of muscle and, and all that stuff. Like it's it's awesome. You guys have a niche, and you know, just it, it's it's been really cool having you guys along for for the ride. Like we've checked in here and there, been on e- each other's shows and and everything a bunch. And like it's what what is it about like? 
I, I don't mean to turn this into an interview, but what, like, what is it about podcasting that that makes us want to do this? I mean, it's it, it's kind of a thankless thing. Like we we spend a lot of time doing this, but at the end of the day, like there's something incredibly gratifying about it. Well, I mean, we're all film fans yeah. to a large degree, so we all have obsessive personalities, anyways. So I'm sure that pushes us to, to, to do stuff probably long past its expiration date. <laughs> right, right. But more than anything, it, it is just, especially for the kind of shows that we do, there, there are more academic shows, there are more sort of <clears throat> stand-up shows that you will, but I think all of our shows have a strong focus on uh, community and being open with the community and having that sort of grow. And at the end of the day, it's a very long, bizarre, abstract way of communicating love of movies with people you know not even not even just you know the the people that you speak with on a on a weekly basis or uh for el goro on a semi-regular basis um it just sort of what ends up happening is you know you watch these movies which you would probably normally do anyways because you're passionate about them and you love them uh and then you get to talk to you know uh like-minded people um, and then when it's done, then you sort of reflect and you sort of riff on that in weird and bizarre tangents that usually manifest itself on Facebook and then through feedback and stuff like that. And it, it becomes, I don't know, it, sometimes it feels like a chore, but it really only feels that way when it's, you know, trying to work movies into your normal schedule, the actual right. act yeah. of conversing and relating to people on Facebook. It's like really it's a natural process and it's a comfortable process and it's a rewarding process you know it is it's it's tougher than it looks and it's far easier than what it looks yeah i agree 100 you're not always in the mood to watch your movies you know Mm -hmm. things don't always work out the way you you can sort of anticipate when to watch them but they don't always work out and you know whatever's happening on the day you know you may not always feel the impulse to to jump online and and uh expose yourself but once you get there it's it's as natural as anything uh that that kind of speaks to it well i i and i i definitely uh, you know not trying to be a contrarian but like and, and i hope this comes across as not combative but positive but like and I also keep in mind that, like, I don't do a quarter of a quarter probably of what any of you do to make your shows happen. I just have to show up and, and, and you know, talk about movies. But, like, I think that this is so thankful because I've been doing – I've been in, like, the entertainment industry for, like, so long. And I had given up that there were, like, sincere people in the world that liked mm. cool things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I, I was seriously at the point, like – for every like again for every jim smith that like we would have like a legitimate bond with there would be you know people oh let us get on your shows and we never hear from them again or you know put us on this bill or whatever else or you know what i mean like come drive you know three hours and and wrestle for you know a hundred bucks which turns into like pizza and a t-shirt um (laughs) if you get there early enough to get pizza um but like like you guys are literally like I, I, like I've made true like what I consider you know uh, though short as it may be uh, like, like you know lifelong friends from you guys like I, mm-hmm. I think it's like mm-hmm. I talk to you guys mm-hmm. every single day I complain to you guys I bitch to you guys I, <laughs> I, 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 I we we should know, have them spill some dirt <laughs> yeah we shoot the shit 
you know, like, uh, I, I think that, uh, you know, from that end, like, this is like, I, I, I don't know, I don't have the proper word, but like priceless, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. like there's like a, uh, you know, even that, I, I won't say much, but the, like, there's like a, a couple of projects like brewing beneath the surface. And even if they don't end up like happening for whatever reason, they're like conversations that came out of them are like, we're totally fucking worth it. You know what I mean? Like, Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. just for poor El Goro to like get out of the theater and have us 178 me- messages about uh, <laughs> about Rusev's cock and <laughs> Randy Orton maybe or maybe not wearing We're pants, pants. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know and and like you know you guys and Coop like uh, you know the Death Rattle and Will those are like my boys man and, and you know we had the uh, Bill on earlier like you know it, this was been a you know. A, this is beating a dead horse, but this has been a rough time, and you guys were the guys. Like, you know, I'm not even talking out of school. I didn't hear once from our fucking bass player, but I heard from you dudes every single day. So, uh, you know, it, from that end of things, it was super fucking thankful. Well, I know for me, like, it is, I mean, it's a joke that I came from a remote place, but I actually did come from a super remote place. <laughs> so I was the lone kid in my high school, my class of 30 kids in 12th grade, like from kindergarten to 12th grade, there was 30 something kids. Jesus. Wow. And I was the movie kid. And yeah. I was the one who ordered gray market tapes in 10th mm-hmm. grade of like Cannibal Holocaust and Tenebrae and and Holy Mountain and all that kind of stuff. Nice. And I'd bring them to parties and inflict them on people and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so when I finally got access to the internet and realized that there was like large communities full of people that not only talked about this stuff, but like would record themselves talking about it. Yeah. And they were easily relatable and you could actually connect with them and talk to them and slowly over time become part of their communities and then do it yourself. Like right. that's the perfect outlet for my interests yeah uh, it's something that i never thought i'd be able to have because as as cool as it is to introduce like the people who don't know anything about this shit to this kind of shit it's also fun to talk to people that actually know it yeah and have a better perspective on it oh exactly and it's one of those that when you do grow up as that kid because i'm right there with you i was that child i graduated in a class of 27 wow um yeah military right yeah but you, it does give you <laughs> this sort of just driving passion for the things that you are into. I mean, it manifests in ways that just feel like it cuts deeper than so than perhaps other people. And I believe a huge part of that is what drives us to, to want to get on the mic and talk about it. I mean, anybody can have the conversation, but to feel that whether we call it, uh, I think Jake has referred this in the past, it's, it's a mixture of madness and narcissism to want to be a <laughs> podcaster. Mm-hmm. But it, that you definitely do need to have that. But as we keep coming back to it, really is the community that keeps everybody getting back behind this microphone. You know, yes, the the fascination with these films will continue for with all of us, I assume, but it is that community. I've met some incredible, incredible people just from doing this. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And it has had a tremendous <laughs> impact on it. Oh, What's that? Boy. He said thank he you. He said thank you, yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> and, and I but guess... Yeah, it's- it's it's the, and it just so much of uh, my life, you know. I can point to some of the relationships I've had, you know, and the friends I've made along the ways, and it's come out of being a podcaster. 
And yeah. th- that, that's a tremendously positive thing. And, and I think for us, I think, I think we're the exception. I think we're fairly lucky because the four of us have known each other, I'd say about two 20, 20, fucking long. Yeah, two fucking long. 20 yeah. years, maybe a little less, maybe a little bit more, depending yeah. on, on when we met. But about 20 years, we've all known each other. I've known MZ for about... It's got to be more than that. I've known MZ for about 25 years. Yeah. So, yeah. and, you know, I guess we're pretty lucky because we all kind of dig the same things. You know, mm-hmm. like, there's, there's aspects where we deviate, but we all love the same kind of movies generally. So I think by the sounds of it from talking to other people, I think we're definitely the exception. Like there are people, there's people out there like Dane in Australia who doesn't have friends that he can talk to about, about film. You know, his friends want to talk about sports Mm -hmm. and, you know, and that's why these communities are so awesome because you can find like-minded people. So I think the great thing is we've been lucky because we've had this, but now we've, we've found way more people right. that are into the same things like like with you guys and like with the with the trick or treat radio group and 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 you guys's groups and everything it's 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 amazing how it can bring people together and yeah. you know we talk a lot about the negative aspects of the internet but the the positives far far outweigh those negatives no without without a, uh, i mean sure yeah i mean, I mean it's all it's it's really all about the people and algoro kind of like touched upon something like uh you know, not in a CDR in the dock sort of way, but like, <laughs> like, like, like it indire- indirectly, I guess maybe. But like, I will tell you something about it that is like really endearing to me is that you kind of take everybody for like, like who they are, and like just like we're all like I feel like we're like uh, I, I was in like when I you know first started you know poking around on Facebook and stuff like on a lot of like really like snobby like not inclusive like groups and stuff like that, but like. Uh, like a year after the show started, Wiley is part of the family, and I feel like the uh, Atomic Age media guys, you know, are, are like part of the part of the family and always part of the conversation. And like even like you know when he's like uh, you know uh, when he lifts his fucking weirdo head from his hole. Like you know, t- tiny white is part of the conversation, and it's well, not. And he was part of the twenty year thing with right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Known him for. Your whole life, pretty much. Yeah, uh, 1985 or something ludicrous like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, it's it's when, whenever you get to fifth grade, that's when I found that fucking lunatic. <laughs> but uh, you know, like it's like I think that's fucking cool, and that's like I don't know if you guys take that like sort of like coolness and acceptiveness for for granted because you're like good people or whatever. But that's like. That's certainly not the fucking way it is on the on the rest of the internet. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. like our like, you know. And maybe this is tooting our own mutual horns a little bit, but I feel like, you know, like not only like are there a lot of shows going right now, but like I feel like some of us personally like browbeat Kevin Hornsby into getting his show back up and going because it was like. <laughs> It was fucking awesome. That was all you, man. That was yeah. all you. Yeah, no, I, may, I, I, if there's anything that I've ever done that I'll proudly take credit for, it's that because that show is the fucking yeah. bee's knees. And, oh, it's tremendous. Yeah, and very good. You know, like that dude, like it's just like it, like grows and grows organically, and like everybody is like friendly. And I know a lot of us came from like a film group where like. Not that anybody's alienated or anything, but it's well, like so. This fucking guy on the Fango boards, right? He was like the yeah. He was, like honestly, it was really weird. Tony Timpone remembered uh, him, yeah, because yeah. he was the 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 
I guess the the person who had the most posts on the Fantoria yeah. boards. Yeah, I was. I, <laughs> I I was on those boards. I I don't know how many years. Maybe uh, let me see. I yeah, probably about maybe seven or eight years. And, and that um, was before Facebook. Yeah, yeah, that was before yeah. Facebook. And but uh, I mean, it all started. It, you know, it all started at its humble beginnings. You know, with the. Um, uh, what does that thing with, called? Uh, chat rooms, you right. know, you know, chat rooms. Yeah. Then it then it progressed into mm-hmm. uh, uh, chat rooms. Then it forums. progressed into message boards, message boards and forums, yeah. you know, and then you know forums and things like that. And then uh, next thing you know, you you got into podcasting. That way, you can match up a voice with the face, and uh, right. you can find find out if the guy's a fucking lunatic or not. Yeah. <laughs> In your oh, case, shit, that's how I, that's how I first <laughs> met Jake way back in the day when yeah. they were trying mm-hmm. to get the uh, Palaver podcasting network going and that that kind of uh, fizzled out but we met on those forums yeah yep and, and it's yep, so yep. weird to think yep. that you know speaking of kevin just the idea that here's a guy that lives uh, maybe less than an hour away from me and then i got to know him through this show but he got to know know of this show through film for thought yeah right and we were attending the same cons and everything. We'd you know probably cro- uh, pass each other in the halls of you know a Holiday Inn in Strongsville, Ohio, about a dozen times. Mm-hmm. But it took podcasting just to get that introduction. Yeah, like it's it's crazy when I actually found that out because for some reason I had just assumed that uh, you know because of Facebook and proximity that you guys were like were, were like long long time lads. But like I didn't know that you didn't know each other. Yeah. Uh, that's but, hey, I'm going to be watching yeah, it, Summer, I'm going to be watching SummerSlam at his house. So nice. that's awesome. It's nice. good. <laughs> yeah, on the Palaver tip, when I first floated the idea of doing my own podcast, the 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 Asian one podcast mm-hmm. without honoring humanity, mm-hmm. the first two people that responded to my bringing up the subject were uh, uh, El Goro and uh, Oily Maniac. They oh, were the wow. first ones to kind of respond and um, uh, encourage me to uh, get it rocking and rolling. Yeah. yeah. And that's uh, that's I, one of the things that hold them accountable. It, there you go, there you go. Yeah. But hey, you took it, man, and you you built something off of that. Yeah. And that's one of the I other cry. greatest charges of it that I get as a podcaster is when somebody takes up my challenge to make their own show, because all of us started by listening to it to another show. We can sure. point to the other shows that are in our own podcasting DNA, and I'm sure we've inspired other people to go out. Yeah. And do yeah. It. Sure. You know, and, and and it might sound cliche, but it's absolutely true that I mean, ultimately, it's just you know a bunch of friends talking shit about movies totally for, for a while. You totally know, is. it's it's, yeah. it's it totally rings true. Yeah, and it'll always ring true. And uh, so long as you keep on doing that, you're going to enjoy it. And if you happen to have a few people that come in and listen and or watch or whatever. Then that ju- that's just more cherries on top of the Sunday, you know. It's mm-hmm. it's a it's a good time, and I enjoy talking with these three bastards here, you know. <laughs> and I, I enjoy talking to you three bastards too. I mean, it's it's a fun time. We enjoy not not a couple episodes. <laughs> 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 well, but I mean, there were personal nine nine one one for all of us. <laughs> there's, a lot, there's a lot of individual holocaust going on. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll say this about MZ on, on that tip though, like <laughs> oh much like when me and MZ were wrestling like yeah. no matter what goes on in this like little like you know square rec- or, or originally rectangular now square room that we're in now no matter how fucking nasty no matter how whatever else like it's all cool yeah. like when you like walk out you know yeah. and this this is a guy who i think 
I broke just about everything that I could break over his head over the course of like five <laughs> or six wrestling matches, mm-hmm. like without a doubt, you know, like and, and right afterwards, he was like, oh, is that, was that fine? <laughs> <laughs> Did I sell it? Well, yeah, no, all right, look. Did we do good? Yeah. 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 I, I mean, meanwhile, I'm bleeding for real because he always grabbed the wrong thing to hit me with. <laughs> That's okay. He was happy and nice. Well, what I like about it, too, with the, the, the start of it, um, you know, going back four years were, you know, through various things, I, I really hadn't been around these guys like we used to be for a long time. Um, you know, but this kind of got me back uh, kind of in the fold and us, you know, there was a time we saw each other every day. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, and then... Um, and then we didn't see each other the, for months. Yeah, <laughs> then life happened. Well, you you out of state for a while. Yeah. You know, all kinds of stuff. Um, but no, it's, and even like I, I was telling the story the other day, we did the episode zero, and I'm like, are we doing this again? Or, you know, are we still doing this? And then it just became a thing. So mm-hmm. uh, it, it was, it's nice just to, um, once again, some days are better than others. Some months are better than others, but it's nice to be around these guys consistently and um, and all our new friends we met, you yeah. know, including the fellas on the phone. I get I get made fun of so much because like uh, when I'm on one of you guys' shows, usually, especially like the Cult of Muscle ones, when we do it, like my special lady friend is just like kind of there in like reading, in like the like uh, especially the me and like CDR ones, like those are like you get like a four and a half hour show. But that's editing out the other seven and a half hours that we're like, <laughs> like eight hours, yeah, nine hours. yeah, yeah. Like, like we're like we're on the like. We definitely got on at eight o'clock one night and got off at three without being on the shower. <laughs> oh. Like, and like just laying there on our bellies, kicking our legs, <laughs> <laughs> playing with each other's hair. <laughs> but like it's it's like you know like just to just to have like there aren't a lot of people. That like when I bring up like the Destroyer books are like oh yeah you know what I mean like or, or like or like the Parker novels or whatever else like are, are like totally like like know what's going on you know and, and like you know Jake and I can just talk about dumb wrestling stuff for like ever uh, you know and you know El Goro and I it's ugly he has to like he has to throw me over the top rope to get me to shut up so <laughs> but it's like she always like makes fun of me and she's just like oh you you turn into like a little a little kid like when you're when you're hanging out with those guys it's true it's so it's so uh, it's so refreshing you know like well and and the truest the truest test is we've we have haven't had the pleasure of hanging out with cdr in person yet but we have hung out with El Goro and we're going to again we've hung we? out with jakey poo when he made the 13 hour oh, drive man. up here and didn't get to hang out with raven channel no. you should yeah. have sent me a text no. <laughs> we did we did we called you from we the did. restaurant yeah yeah. And texted you. Yeah. Like, that but, meant well, so much to me, man. I but, don't know if yeah. I get to say that all the time, but that was so cool. That yeah, was a that was, was a, tremendous. It was the blast. It was a dark, weird I, I time too, yeah. because like that was before that was before Dana Faber, right? Yeah, yeah, it was. So like that might have yeah. been in my head, like that might have been the only time like we hung out, you know? Like so like to take that time out of your day was fucking awesome, you know? So before Dana oh, Faber told me UMass I... was like a fucking asshole. Oh, yeah. Yuri and I loved it. It was, it was tremendous yeah. meeting all you guys and just just getting away and 
meeting like-minded folks. It's just yeah. the best. And know? we ate so Nothing much better. good food. Like that's yeah. like that's oh yeah, <laughs> yummy. I drank a lot of margaritas. <laughs> True. Yeah, yes, you did. <laughs> yeah, y- Yori and my special lady friend are bad like compatriots in the enabler <laughs> I got to hear about MZ's um, uh, Bible Halloween costume <laughs> I got to hear about Giovanni Lombardo Radici yeah. uh, uh, it was the best <laughs> I, it, I got to meet Derek Rook which is really cool yeah that guy's yeah. the fucking best Rook, Rook's awesome. the shit man. yeah it's funny you got to see yeah. a ritual that I, don't, I, I feel like is inherently us because I've had people tell me that like so we'll go have this big grandiose dinner and it'll be cool and we'll be all like warm inside and whether we close the place down or not we inevitably end up in the parking yeah. lot for like yep. at least 2 hours. Oh, yeah. 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 Just like every yep. like just shooting a shit like the whole time and like I've been told that that's not I thought that's just what happened. <laughs> but it'd, be, I, it'd be stages too even yeah. like there'd be the after movie talk outside the theater. Right out right out front. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, Move to the cars. Yeah. Right. Talk yeah. another hour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and, you know, Al Goro's coming up in October. And, and when we did hang out with Al Goro, it was just to do the show, basically. And, right. I, you know, and then he and I hung out a little extra after, uh, before and after because, uh, uh, you know, gave him a ride to and from. But, you know, but it'll cool, it'd be cool to spend, you know, extended uh, period of time uh, with you for a weekend. Yeah, it's gonna be oh, awesome. Definitely, man. Yeah. I'm totally looking forward to that. Yeah, can't, can't wait. Yeah, it's 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 a fun weekend. Like, uh, I've made like, you can say what you want about the con itself, uh, but like, I've made so many, like, f- again, no, same as podcasting. Like, that's where I met you know Bill and Chris, and that's yeah, and, yeah. and, and oh yeah, most life changingly, like, <laughs> uh, talk about people that you talk about talk to every day, like. Uh, like, I, there are people I live with that I don't talk to as much as I talk to Wiley. And that literally <laughs> came out of, like, like the Elm Street kids organically happening at an Uno's after I had met her for five minutes. <laughs> and see, and that's, that's the other thing that I'm really looking forward to and wouldn't have had without uh, you guys and, you know, by extension, that podcasting. But it's meeting everybody else associated with it. Yeah. It's meeting people like Wiley. It's meeting people like Patsy. It's like meeting everybody that's part of the whole larger trick-or-treat radio community, of which I consider myself a part of, Word. that are all going to be descending on this con. And, yeah. you know, that idea of the con family, it's a real thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, th- mm-hmm. I got I have deep roots with some of the people that I only hang out with twice a year but they are family and it's an incredibly intense relationship for those days and if I can capture a little bit of that in Rock and Shock it's going to be a damn good time yeah yeah, it is going to be a good time man absolutely I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it and that might be uh, a good note to to kind of end on so uh, you know obviously we, we we're so pleased to have you guys as you know as brothers and, and be able to to, doubt, to do guys. this and it was an honor you know that we were able to get you guys on for the four year anniversary and uh you know it it I couldn't think of any anyone else that we won't want to spend some time with so no, it, was, it was awesome man yeah great I just, want to, I just want to take this opportunity because I know especially Mars you guys uh, constantly tearing down the show but you guys the thing that you have been able to create with this podcast, the dynamic of you guys, the community that you've built around Trick or Treat Radio, and that you continue to improve episode after episode, year after year, four years now, and four more at least are coming. 
I mean, you guys should take a step back and appreciate that. I mean, you guys are doing a damn good job. I mean, I, I've unsubscribed from many four-hour podcasts in the past, but I can never quit you guys. <laughs> that, that was our breakback. That was our brokeback mountain moment there, El Goro. Yep. <laughs> Thank you, Goro. Yeah, that's, that's very, yeah, kind of very nice say, of man. you, man. Yeah. You know what's a good thing to do is send a podcast that's recording 15 minutes worth of audio feedback uh, <laughs> at the... <laughs> At the uh, <laughs> where you get the, your own theme song, yeah. We oh, not that one. Like, uh, oh, uh, like uh, I, I wasn't even drinking, but I was just sending the fucking cult of muscle like play by play as I was listening to the end of their like uh, show last night at like five minutes of voicemail. I'm like, you know what else? You're so you know, needy. Yeah, you know what else happens? <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I don't like cars oh. either, CDR. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Uh, I didn't like getting tricked out at the docks either. <laughs> Good old seaweed, mommy. No, CDR liked it. Like clam daddy, clam daddy. That's bad. Everything about this show is bad. Oh, shut up! No, <laughs> I mean this one in particular. <laughs> <laughs> Just to echo what El Goro said, yeah, you, you guys should be proud of uh, where it's come, and uh, your show means a lot to people, not just the folks that are on here right now, but the people listening, and you know, you know who you are, and uh, uh, it's it's tremendous, um, very entertaining, you know, uh, insightful, whether you mean to or not. <laughs> um, it's it's a tremendous show, and I've been upfront with you guys in the past about you know how much it's uh, meant. To to me during uh, particularly uh, rough times over the past year. Thanks, um, Thank you, JT. And uh, it's just been a pleasure to hang out with you guys and just talk with you and uh, cultivate uh, this bizarro sort of um, uh, homoerotic friendship. <laughs> yes. yeah. Very homoerotic. Oh, yeah. It's like we live in the Internet Miami Connection house. Right? <laughs> with all of our shirts off. Yeah. <laughs> well, if for some reason... You are not listening to either of the shows these awesome cats are on. You are missing out because the Cult of Muscle, you guys make it so I have to get up and leave my bed because I will be in hysterics over something that, you know, like uh, CDR upset over people kissing uh, Jamie Lee Curtis on the stomach or, uh, (laughs) (laughs) or, you know, whatever else. And like, uh, like, so... Cult of Muscle like is hilarious and it is a it's a really great time and like they definitely like are flying my flag for a lot of things um, uh, as far as the way you review films whether you would you know whether you guys would admit it or not uh, and uh, you know El Goro buddy like like uh, a lot of your opening segments especially over the past like six or eight months like I've had to say like goddamn testify afterwards man like you definitely uh i will go back to that amazing um roman polanski one where i felt like you really elevated what we do um so you know there isn't like you know if you like our show you will love these guys shows because not only are they probably even more (laughs) yeah because as good of a friends they are and as a uh terrific of a dudes they are they are they are awesome uh I think everyone universally there hates the word, but they are incredible film critics, and you will uh, not be disappointed by their shows. I love them. 
Absolutely. So why don't we go ahead and let these guys uh, plug their shows? I'm going to play the promos for each of your shows in the next break. <laughs> As you heard while you were yeah, <laughs> while you were talking and reviewing the movie, you guys heard. No one else did. Uh, but uh, uh, why don't uh, El Goro? Why don't you kick it off and just uh, let folks know if they have not listened to Talk Without Rhythm, where they can find it. Uh, you can find it on the main website, tworpodcast.blogspot.com, or just do a search for Talk Without Rhythm. I'm pretty much everywhere you can find it. There you go. And uh, how about you guys on the Cult of Muscle? Uh, we're at cultofmuscle.libson.com. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google us. You'll find us uh, facebook.com slash group slash cultofmuscle. It's all sorts of weird stuff there. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, this past week's episode was a sleazy double feature Ooh. of a serious Santiago rape revenge movie and a French gangland something or other. Uh, very lurid, very uh, garish. And then next week we've got a Corey Feldman backwoods actioner called Edge of Honor. <laughs> and yeah, we're also geez. covering no um, John Matushak's uh, One Man Force and that is the gentleman who played Sloth. Right. He's in an action movie. Oh, nice. Oh, uh, produced by uh, Glickenhaus and Shapiro. So. Wow. Whoa. And, yeah. uh, and CDR, uh, what times can we find you on the dock? <laughs> <laughs> Usually between uh, 8 a.m. and uh, 2 in the afternoon, just after lunch. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a day boy. <laughs> Not a gay boy, a day boy. Yeah. Day boy. <laughs> Sitting on the dock. Duck of the bay. <laughs> If you want Watch to uh, shed some tears onto my salt mommy, she's usually down in the alley nearby. That's what she's for, just so you guys know. Like that's why she's made out of seaweed, because that's you know the resilient to salt. Oh, it's the secret. Well, Trade secrets. Yeah, all right. Well, that's fucking amazing. You guys are the best. We yeah. love you guys so much, and uh, are very appreciative for your time. And uh, looking forward to you know doing this again sometime soon. It's a uh, it just seems right to have you three on at the same yeah. time. So there you go. Well, all right, guys. So wrong, it's right. So wrong, oh, it's yeah. right. So we're gonna cut to a break. We're gonna come back, do some feedback, and wrap things up. But everyone, if you have not done so, go check out the Cult of Muscle yeah. and go check out Talk Without Rhythm. You will not be sorry. And these guys are the fucking best, and they're our buds. So thank you again, guys. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. All right. We will be back in just a couple minutes. The following message is a paid advertisement for the Cult of Muscle podcast. The Cult of Muscle. You're either in it or you're dead. It's the dawning of a new age. The halls of Valhalla have been shuttered. The heroes of yore have either retreated to the shadows or taken to capering for the amusement of the small folk. Their past glory is a distant memory. The barbells have been torn from their once puma-strong grips. The beards shone from their square jaws, only to be transplanted onto flannel-clad, puny weaklings with fingers barely powerful enough to strum a ukulele. The time has come, my brothers, to restore order from the chaos. No longer will our heroes be forgotten. No longer will their great deeds be viewed through a foggy lens of irony. Hear now our rallying cry as we scream it from the mountaintops, as we bellow it from iTunes and Libsyn and Facebook. It's time to join the cult, my brothers. So don your cloaks and enter the cult of muscle.
I'm Mike Allred. For the gidgiest listening experience, you got to check out Trick or Treat Radio. One dark and stormy night in the mid-80s, Joe Bob Briggs, Harlan Ellison, and the ghost of El Santo pulled a train on Elvira while Siskel and Ebert sobbingly masturbated in the corner. From that union arose the greatest movie critic and luchador that ever lived. But we're not going to talk about him. He's kind of a dick. Instead, we're going to talk about me, El Goro, the stuttering movie fan and host of the Talk Without Rhythm podcast. Every week on Talk Without Rhythm, I discuss two to three movies tangentially tied together by a theme. I cover action. And the most complete fighter in the world. Sci-fi. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Horror. Oh, no tears, please. It's a waste of good suffering. And the continuing adventures of James Spader, sexual deviant. You're not worried that I'm going to fuck you, are you? I'm not interested in that, not in the least. Now pull up your skirt. So check me out at TWORpodcast.blogspot.com, drunkenzombie.com, or subscribe on iTunes. Talk Without Rhythm, the only podcast that will not attract the world. Adios. That was a that was fun. It was, uh, you know, got a little choked fun. up I, there yeah. a little bit. Yeah, I mean, they, uh, they I, I appreciate everything that they said about us, and uh, everything they said is absolutely true. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you know, honestly, I mean, they they are they are buds of ours, and uh, yeah. they wouldn't say it if it, if they didn't feel that that if we if we're doing a bad job, you know, they would they would tell us, you know, and but you know. They like us. They they love us. In fact, and uh, we love them, and we want to thank them very much. Uh, everybody, CDR, Jakey Poo, El Goro it was a blast, man. Yeah, a lot of fun. Always fun talking to those guys. Yeah, cannot wait for Rock and Chalk weekend to hang out with El Goro. Uh, my only re- regret is I wish that CDR and Jakey Poo would be there. That would be sweet, man. But you know, I know it's a it's a pretty long trek for yeah. uh, CDR and uh, Jakey Poo yeah. already came up here. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've already met Jakey Poo. Not that I, that I've had my fill. You know, I would love to see Jakey Poo again. 
Have not met Al Gore yet. Oh, I am yeah, that's for- right. You're on yeah. your sabbatical when that's he was right. on. Yeah, yeah. okay. But so, don't worry, I'll be here. I'll be talking <laughs> with him. So it's uh, really looking forward to that. But yeah. we have lots of voicemail to get to, well, so we should probably what do you say we get to that. Get then? to it. Hey, Marsman, can you? Uh, I just want to keep the air conditioning. All right, you can take <laughs> off. He dropped a bomb, and he still didn't close the door. Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to start playing voicemails then without him. Yes, do that. Otherwise, we'll be here till three in the morning. Yeah, exactly. Uh, let's see. Where am I going to go here? We got a lot to get to. We got a few from this gentleman. Why don't we here kick things off with our buddy Slagoth? Yes. And actually, let me just say this real quick. Slagoth has a GoFundMe going right now. We posted. A, there's a, a link up on the Trick or Treat Radio Facebook group, and uh, he is trying to raise money. For uh, to to basically be his own boss, right? Which is fucking amazing. Yes, right. the dude is the most selfless person on planet on the planet Earth, and he has helped so many other people that I really want to see this dude succeed, man. Because he he's not looking for much; he's looking for seventeen hundred bucks to get the equipment that he needs to strike out on his own and do his own thing. So. Uh, it's on the Facebook group. We'll we'll tweet it out. We'll put it on the Facebook group again. But uh, if you guys have some spare ducats, I know we're doing a fundraiser, and yeah. you know, and and Wooberman is also doing uh, you know f- fundraising something for, awesome for something awesome. But you know, really, like even five bucks, even if you yeah. got five, ten, fifteen bucks, whatever, or hundred, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I mean, I, I'm the last person to da- say bad things about art, right? Like right, I get right. too passionate about it. But like this is literally someone. You know, taking uh, taking this situation into his own hands, not because he not because he doesn't like his job or doesn't like to work. He's aware that he will be working more. You know, he's aware of how hard it is, but he's doing it to kind of be able to make his own hours and do art. So, yeah. uh, you know, you could literally change somebody's life if you had a couple of extra bucks that you yeah. might, like, waste on this fucking shitty falling apart candy bar like I did. <laughs> or, uh, you know, just get two less chug jugs a week. Well, those are only 50 cents. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, <laughs> cups of coffee. So if you guys, uh, I would I would uh, ask that you help out Slagoth if you, if you have some, some money to spare. And uh, we're going to pull some stuff together. Yep. We have actually a couple fundraisers that I want us to contribute to, so we'll we'll have to yeah. coordinate that. Uh, but I, you know, I want to help the people that help us, and and Slagoth has been fucking public enemy number one as far as helping out. So we really appreciate it. But let's hear from our boy. And What's man, up, Trick or Treat Radio? Slagoth here. Uh, congratulations on your anniversary, and. Um, First off, just want to uh, just give shout-outs to uh, El Goro and Jake. Fucking love you, dude. Um, CDR, all you guys, fucking kick ass. Um, of course, Mr. Mars, think about you every day, brother. Means uh, so much, baby. Zip Monster Zero, all, all, come on, all you guys, you know I love you. So anyway. Like a red shadow. I hope you're having a blast. And, um, so I'm drinking a Red Hook uh, Indian Pale Ale right now. Um, I don't know how many deep. Uh, I'll probably be four deep at this point. And um, 
I'm just going to uh, I don't know I'm gonna I'm gonna call back and uh, I'm gonna read an excerpt from from the uh, the wastelands the Dark Tower three. Oh, uh, hope I don't bore you. No. Love you guys. Michael Rapinoe. <laughs> so we're gonna play that one later, but I just wanted to get one in. We got a couple from Slagoth, so. You guys want to hear from hashtag Agent Nicole? Yes. Let's do it. All right. Hello, Trick or Treat Radio. This is Agent Nicole from the Throwdown Thursday podcast. I am a first-time caller, long-time listener. Well, kind of long time. It just started a few months ago, thanks to my pain-in-the-ass co-host, <laughs> the angry nerd, Patsy Ray Hall. Yep. And I just wanted to say happy, 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 happy for fucking years of podcasting. Four years of this show running. What an achievement for not killing one another. Exactly. I'm surprised that you guys are all still standing after four years. It's amazing. That is crazy. Um, I can't even wrap around my head of having a podcast for four years. I'm sure that might happen with patrick and i if i don't fucking kill him <laughs> um, please do already six episodes in and i'm ready to kill him <laughs> anyways i just want to say thank you for entertaining me throughout the past couple months wednesday nights friday mornings at work you guys are just phenomenal i just have two questions i oh, okay. probably been answered but first question what is your f- ultimate favorite episode you've Recorded, huh. and second is how do you manage not to kill one another after all these years? Um, keep up the fantastic job. I will continue to listen to the show. You guys are just fantastic. Wolfie, Raven Shadow, Monster Zero, and Dynamo. You guys are fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, she said your name. Yeah, that's all I got to like say. Her. I hope you have a wonderful evening, you guys. Um, Obviously, you guys are staying cool. It's Hell great yeah. that the studio has studio has AC. Yes. Anyways, I'll stop rambling. Um, have a wonderful night. Happy four years and kick ass. Good night. Thank you, Agent Nicole. It was very sweet of you to call in and and say that. And uh, please feel free to call in anytime, as as always. Two questions. What was your favorite episode of Trick or Treat Radio, and how how have we managed to not kill each other? Anyone have an answer right off the bat? Uh, I can do the not kill each other. Yes, uh, Lorazepam. <laughs> Lots of drugs. <laughs> <Yes>. Johnny Wolfenstein. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's how we don't kill. Fair, each other. fair. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good answer. Well, also the uh, the gamma rays that are emitting from uh, Dynamo yeah. Mars's body right now. That's kind of preventing us from killing him. Every Friday, I have a meltdown, and every Friday, like Wolfie says, if you leave, Tiny will never come back. <laughs> and I'm like, fine. Yeah, you should really see some of the group texts too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. yeah. Maybe if if we reach that uh, that yeah. one thousand dollar goal, we'll release them. Yeah. That would be. I was, we, I know. What I want to do. It was brilliant. It was absolutely fucking brilliant because I wasn't involved in any of that shit. I know uh, you just you were just yeah. ignored it. I, well, yeah. I was you working. just sat back and enjoyed the show. And it's funny. I, I thought for a minute that there was something seriously happening, and then I realized it was it was it was the group text. And I, I, I by the time I got outside on lunch is when I just read it. And I, what I want to do is I want that to be read by all three of you guys. Nice, like a little fucking. <laughs> well, radio I think it's drama. All, I, don't, I don't think Monster Zero was involved at all. It was only like he did. 
Here's what's funny about that, and, and it's weird. It's a weird thing, and it's just like that ambiguity of text. Yes. Johnny and I never fight. Like, right. like, like I, I feel like he summed it up perfectly. Somebody shows up. They're not happy about something that happened outside of us or that the other one did. They say it, and, like, there's steps to – it's either – Okay, I'll never let that'll never happen again. Or there's steps to okay, we can start moving towards that. Never fight. Like I, I like I can't even count on like, like even when we had like a a, a huge life changing blow up, we didn't fight. Like so the fact like that that little thing was like, I'm almost happy that it was like captured like on text and oh, like didn't didn't, it was happen, fucking... didn't happen in like a room because it was like so like it, it was so like a, you know like a teenage girl fight almost like it's so right, like not right. it sounds like the the girls that work for me arguing like like I love you I love you then I love blue like you're a cunt yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. yeah it was start like, pulling each other's hair yeah and shit. It was just, I'm it was gonna say just... Johnny penis face yeah <laughs> <laughs> I had to, I had and to on that take note. a couple <laughs> passes at penis too spelling it properly panas all right well favorite episode that's that's a tough one i mean yeah we've had some fantastic guests uh if for me it's all about like the the guests and and the experience of of the show yeah. like i don't go back and 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 listen and be like that was a fucking great show because while i am entertained by a lot of what the guys say like it's hard for me to say that like like that that was the show that right. fucking did it you know but I don't know. I mean, it's tough. The I would say one for me. This isn't. I don't think this is my favorite, but one that comes to mind for me because we had been working on it a long time, and he was someone who we're a huge, huge fan of. But I'm going to say the Mike Allred episode. Sure. And I know I've probably mentioned that before when we've been asked, but that was that was almost. I want to say that was maybe the show where we felt like we had made it almost. You know. Like, we yeah. had this fucking amazing artist who we worshipped when we were younger, right. and now we're getting to talk to him, and he's such a cool guy. His work is all over all three studios. Yeah. You know, at that time. Yeah, absolutely. Know? So, I mean, for sure. me, I think, I think that's probably, and it's not, a, it's, not I, it's probably not the best episode we've done, but it's one that, that definitely means a lot to me. So, I'll say, and I think it was episode 77, if I remember correctly. So, I don't know if you guys have... I mean, well, I remember. Yeah. I remember uh, my favorite episode. I'll make this quick. My favorite episode was, still is the uh, Tony Tampone episode. Yeah, yeah it's great. hard to hard, was to, a, hard to beat that. That that was a great interview, a great show. Yep, for sure. It, it's hard. I mean, they are like fucking three to four hours long. Yeah. So, and I think my favorite part is and you when, listen to them three times. It's been it's been hard. Well, I've been more, more, no, I'm I'm, I'm down to one. <laughs> down to one. Because you don't uh, talk as much. That's why. Well, no, it's just <laughs> fucking. What it felt. Yeah, seriously, it was a lot funny when I talked more. Um, <laughs> wow. Say boobies again, because that worked really well. Yeah, that's not irritating at all. <laughs> no, people really seem to enjoy that. So, um, no, I think I, I I like the moments of just outright chaos. Um, I don't want to name names, but I think I, I would just the people we met and interviewed, you know, uh, Bob Salvatore, um, the way he, he, he spoke about his passions was really. Um, uh, and when he talked about killing Chewbacca. Well, yeah, that, but the segue it went into, I mean, yeah, I said yeah. I, I said it before, like him, him talking about gaming made me want to bust out a D20 again. It's been a long fucking time. I, and I think I think that was episode 56. If not, yeah. it was right around there. I mean, Corando, what's more to say about that? Yeah, dude's um, fucking best. Um, I don't know. It's just, it's just. I would like to maybe if I had time or knew how to do it, uh, 
you know, make an ultimate, you know, four hour one of just awesome people. Blinks. Right. Yeah. Um, Marsman. I have a tie. And I will say on both these episodes, like there's things that I am not Of course you're gonna tie. I'm not all right. <laughs> I'm not proud of because I um Definitely not the Shockma episode. No, because I'm not. I, I'm, I'm, I was still stand by that. I was right. Um, that the uh, the uh, uh, you know because I was still rocking that kind of obnoxious uh, Dynamo character a little bit, and not being as much myself. So there's some stuff I'm not proud of as a whole. But if you look at the reviews of Contracted. Yeah, yeah. And Leprechaun Origins. <laughs> yes. I feel like those two things like encapsulate like kind of what the show's all about and the different relationships and the different personalities and um you know, but the, it, for sure. It, it, you know, and again, we we've we've only mentioned them like in passing, but like I would be remiss if you know, we didn't take a moment to appreciate Tiny and Aries. Yes. Uh contributions, you know, to the yeah, show of course, because yeah. they definitely like uh, added something, uh, you know that like it was totally unique. You know what I mean? Like, uh, so it was. It was. Uh, and just just for the record, uh, the contracted episode is episode seventy eight. Leprechaun Origins is one ten. Yeah, I say some fucking foul stuff at the beginning of one of those or both of those. <laughs> uh, but like, I think just those reviews. If you just kind of go forward to the reviews, I think that you know. These two maniacs not getting contracted at all. And then, you know, Tiny being really pissed off that the leprechaun didn't dress like the leprechaun. <laughs> yes. Like, and not, and not letting it go. Parts like, of that are on the uh, greatest hits. Yeah, for sure. Like, not, not my favorite part, though, where we're talking about something else entirely. He goes, what if he came upon a clothesline that had a, a little <laughs> yeah, green yeah. coat and a hat? Like, I think <laughs> that those... Good. Yeah, I think that, you know, those two things encapsulate... What I think those two reviews specifically encapsulate. Would anybody else see that or hear that? Uh, Am I going insane? Because it's possible. I'm off my meds. But uh, like, so uh, as just you guys found out on text. Yes. But uh, <laughs> like, I, um, uh, you know, I, that's what I would point to. Like, if I could just take those segments, like, because yeah. you can't, you can't. Those are the ones where people would be like, "You wrote that." And, and Wolfie and I would get in that a lot of the time. Like they, or they would think that... Um, like, even when I first met CDR, he asked if, uh, if me and Raven Shadow were, like, a work. <laughs> 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 you know, so, like... Uh, it's, That's it's, funny. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's just a matter of, like, you know, like, you can't, you can't script that stuff, and it's just totally unique, and that's, you know... That's why I'm excited for everybody to come down to, you know, to, to Rock and Shock, just because, like... I, I, it, it'll literally be a big hangout. Yeah, we'll it's all, like, yeah. Raven yeah. Shadow will get the fucking table. I'm gonna get yeah. a fucking yep. table, and you'll get to sit at it with us. You're yep. gonna have to yep. come on Friday though, because you don't need a table on Saturday. I oh, because of the dance oh. playing the yeah. Cove. He's musical. gonna he's gonna get the club. Right, I, I get you. I booked the fucking club. That's true. <laughs> all right, Fair. all right. But uh, yeah, like you know, like is like is funny. Like is is funny as I feel like. We are. I feel like we know so many like more like hilarious like outrageous people oh, yeah. that like aren't you know what I mean like aren't pro- you know like like imagine the little bit that Barbary's been on the show 
and like having that like driving by all weekend, like yeah, yelling yeah. things at you and like different different voices and stuff. And the chain gang, the uh, chain gang, there's a chain gang. There's true. a bar very walking distance from uh, the. Yeah, uh, you're not your band. Yeah, you're banned from hanging band. out with them. Yeah, uh, on the rock weekend. weekend, you're banned. No, I'm just gonna go out for a smoke. No, we need you. We need you primed and prepped. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, I, I mean, that's one thing. I, I don't know if we'll come up in a voicemail, but real quick, like. The, the other guys were talking about cool things that have happened because of this show, and, and, I, and I'm not I'm not blind enough to not realize that that's true, but you know, humble enough to be so flattered by it that I I don't know how to bring it up, but like, uh, it, I had a very small part in it and continue to have a very small part in it, but Wolfie started like a fucking network. Yeah, oh shit. You know what I mean? And like it like it it. It can only grow. You know what I mean? It's starting to grow slowly, and there are things, like, on the horizon, and, and like, it can keep getting bigger. Like, uh, who, like, you know, that's 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 really impressive. Like, I, I think it, it, of something that I'm super proud of, of the existence of this show, um, and I certainly have no, no horse in it other than, you know, these two shows. Is that you know Wolfie started a podcast that I think not only has a pedig- uh, a network that not only has a pedigree of you know cool unique shows each show is different uh, it also each show sounds phenomenal and that's because of him like yeah. that's the unique stamp of him so that's awesome man yes oh thanks guys all right well let's move on Johnny penis face <laughs> <laughs> well it was originally uh, dick face. And then you yeah, it's trying to be nice. Trying to be nice. Yeah, yeah trying to tone appreciate it down. that. <laughs> Don't text me at eight a.m. I get angry. I, th- I think that's been a key to our uh, our our current what, place. texting Mars at eight a.m. No, no, no. I think it's been very beneficial to our uh, our relationship is to not talk via text or for long talks via text. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we talk we talk way too much as it is here. So. Uh, Melissa says, "I so want to go." I think she's talking about Rock and Shock. Ooh, I'm gonna be there all week. All right. Well, let's play another voicemail. This is from our buddy Cornelius. Hey, guys. This is Cornelius Burroughs. I was calling to wish you all a happy four-year anniversary and to thank Sally Golf for suggesting that I start listening to your show. You all have a good week, and thanks. Bye. Hey, thank you, thank man. You, thank you, brother. Cornelius is so fucking cool, man. Yeah. We love when you call in. And... uh there you go. I mean, we were talking about Slagoth earlier and how yeah. selfless he is and how supportive. There's a case in point right there. He's mm-hmm. uh, Cornelius is listening to the show because of Slagoth. And Dane. Proof is in the pudding. And, and Dane, Dane, yeah. And the interesting thing is it's, it, we could do six degrees of, uh, of Kevin Bacon here in a sense. Derek Rook led Slagoth to us, which led oh, to Cornelius and Dane. And so it's... Uh, Those guys just start a podcast. Yeah. Yeah, they should. They probably they would yeah. probably be awesome. Well, Slayer has his his thing going on. Uh, Diary from Madman. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. I, I think that uh, I'm anxious to get some Derek Rook El Goro action because I feel like Ooh. they are the, uh, you know, they're like the the they're so similar but so different in ways. I feel like they're the the Dick Grayson and Jason Todd of our communities. Like, imagine that tag team. Yeah, it's bad. I'm Goro's already my tag team partner though. Yeah, I got the chaps to prove it, Ooh. and the chiefs. Ooh. Well, let's hear from Wooberman. Hey, trick or treat radio. It is I, Wooberman. Just a quick review of you. Aww. Treat. Aww. Congratulations Aww. on four years. I love you. I love you. 
Oh man. That's sweet. Wooberman is the fucking man. And uh, let me take this moment to talk about what he's got going on. He is doing a fundraiser to raise money for cancer research. The Macmillan Cancer Support. And in doing so, he is doing a 24-hour gaming marathon. This dude's playing 24 hours straight. He's, He's streaming it all to Twitch TV. And... He's going to be playing all these, all these games that were uh, picked for him by people who have donated. So, if you want to pick a game for him to play, you got to donate. But even if you don't want to pick a game, you should donate anyways because it's a really good cause. Yeah. The dude is staying up for twenty four hours straight to play games for cancer research. So, talk about selfless. You know, uh, that dude is is the best. He's yeah. such a cool guy, and I really want people to go out there and support him. So. If, uh, if you could, on the Trick or Treat Radio Facebook group, uh, we have a link to his, uh, his page. And he also created an event page on uh, Facebook as well for that. So we'll, we'll repost all that stuff in the Facebook group. And if you're not already part of the Facebook group, you can go to fib, that's F-I-B, dot trickortreatradio.com. It'll lead you right there. And if you're not already a member, go ahead and invite yourself and we'll let you in. And... Uh, Wooberman is such a cool dude, and it's awesome that he's doing this. And I would like to see him make a ton of money for cancer research. Let's move on to... I think, I think this is the first time we've heard from, from James. James, he won, he won the, um, the Derek Rook artwork that he did in studio. Oh, uh, okay. All and right. uh, James is, is a really cool guy, and uh, he's, he knows... I think he, I think he knows Derek from from down in, in his uh, Florida days. But anyways, James is a very cool guy, very supportive. So let's hear from him. What's up, guys? Congratulations on four years. I can't say that I've listened that long, but I do plan on listening to the next four. Love the show, guys. Thanks a lot. Awesome, man. Thank cool. you, thank you so much, James, and uh, thanks for all your support. Such a cool guy, and uh, he does some pretty cool work at. Uh, down at uh, Full Sail, where he teaches. So, okay. very cool. And um, in the chat room, uh, I think everyone's trying to convince Melissa to come to uh, Rock and Chuck. Uh, Lost Atlanta says, join us, Melissa. I'll be giving out free hugs. Ooh. Hey. And uh, Patsy, the angry nerd, says, I'll be selling premium hugs. I'll be giving long, uncomfortable hugs. <laughs> <laughs> I think, and, and I'll be selling chug jugs. <laughs> well, you got a happy customer. <laughs> yeah, right here. <laughs> I'm like, have... God, we should buy some chug jugs and I'll autograph them. Yeah. <laughs> we a, it, chug a chug jugs. hug. Chug <laughs> hug. Chug hug. Chug hugs. Chug hug. Chug hug. I don't even remember what that's from, but I say it all. Police Academy. Police Academy two. Oh, sorry. Police Academy two. Jughead. Jughead. The Archies. The Archies. We used to be called the Foot Puckers, but then we changed it. That's what Steve Gutenberg was trying to be in the gang. Oh yeah, I think I heard of some Foot Puckers from the West Side. Not the news. But the, the old, old zoo. zoo. <laughs> so ridiculous that we quote that movie <laughs> all, all the time. Bunsky. Oh, wait, that's three, right? <laughs> no, there's two. No, that's two. part two. Bunky. Bunky. The litter Bunky. box. Bunky. The litter box. The litter box. How many times I got to tell you? That's the second best gang name of all time. <laughs> <laughs> the best is Homer's uh, motorcycle gang, the Christ Punches. <laughs> <laughs> 
And what's his name? Is it doesn't have a motorcycle? He just has a ride on Moa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, oh. let's hear from <laughs> an angry nerd. Oh. Good evening, Trick or Treat Radio. I just want to say, first off, congratulations on four years. Thank you. That's awesome. I hope someday to reach that plateau myself. If Nicole but for kill, now, you I first. will content myself with giving you folks another lovely Patsy the Angry Nerd voicemail. Today, I'm going to switch things up a little bit, and instead of giving you a fun science fact, because I know you enjoy it so much, uh, I don't want to take away from the show, so I'm just going to give you a very quick, very brief, very succinct, not at all long or drawn out with any extra talking or any extra sound effects or anything like that, I'm just going to give you a quick lesson on the English language. Uh, there are many words in the English language that contain the consecutive letters M, E, O, and W. And I'm just going to give you a few of them right now. Meow. Meows. Meowed. Meowing. Homeowner. And that is your list of some words that have the letters M, E, O, and W in that consecutive order. Uh, have a great show tonight, boys. Take care, and uh, I look forward to the next 400. Uh, uh. <laughs> He's a smart guy. I huh? like I like that. At, I like the amount of time it took to get there. Um, <laughs> I didn't even get comfortable. Oh man! Well, you know, th- thanks, you, yeah. thanks, thank you, Patsy. Patsy. Yeah. And Patsy likes to point out that episode 68 is the, is the greatest ever uh, because he was on it. But it was a fun episode, and we had a couple of really uh, funny moments that came from that that ended up on The Greatest Hits. Tiny and I got, uh, got heated, too. Oh, really? I don't remember that. Uh, he, he was getting so, like, the, 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 the soft focus thing. We, got, we, got, we went round and round. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to, maybe I'll have to dig that one up. So let's move on. And uh, and speaking of Patsy, uh, Patsy has his own show, just released episode four. And episode five will be coming out, uh, I think, just just a little bit. I have to tomorrow. I have to finish. I have to finish that one up. I Mm. so as soon as the show ends, I'm going to post it. Mm. And uh, on that was uh, our very own Mr. Morris. Yeah, it was great. It was a good time. And uh, thank you. Thank you for having me, Patsy. That was really great, and uh, you know, thank you for everything you do to me. Or f- do to me, really. <laughs> <laughs> what does he do to you? Yeah, he's not that angry. Um, <laughs> he knows a lot about science and f- physics. Uh, no, does he wear the shock head? He'd... See, you ruined it. Um, yeah, thank you so much for everything, Patsy. Uh, you you helped me, and uh, I mean, honestly. It, there's a million things Patsy does for me, but there was literally a day that Patsy and I spent eight and a half hours trying to unclog a toilet. So, like, <laughs> you know, like, what else? That's that's a real bro there. So, thanks, man. All right. And everyone go check out Throwdown Thursday. It is Patsy's show with Agent Nicole, who we heard from earlier. Uh, speaking of their show, a frequent contributor uh, left a message for us. That is the one and only... Anti-drug iguana, Eddie. Dr. Lagarto, it's your patient, Eddie. Eddie, the anti-drug iguana. Apparently, I got your voicemail here. I'm just on the internet. Um, But I'm calling to say, I I got the penis enlargement pills. 
that you sent me in the mail. Nice. Uh, but they didn't fucking work, Doc. I mean, they just... All they really did was make my balls shrivel up. They look like fucking raisins now. It's disgusting. And, I mean... I guess the shaft looks bigger by comparison, but it's, it's not really bigger unless you count the warts. That's, I mean, that's not much bigger. That's just covered in warts now. Fuck, Doc. I mean, I know I wasn't supposed to take it with alcohol, but God, it didn't say anything about anal leakage. I mean, I've just been leaking all over the fucking place. Oh God, puts no meaning to the word slip cover. Let me tell you, my wife's pissed. I'm sliding all over the place here. <laughs> anyway. If your daughter's still selling the Girl Scout cookies, you can send her on by. We're home all day. Okay, Doc, I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. It took a turn. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Does he know that he was calling Trick or Treat Radio? Uh, I will say that uh, explains a lot, because Eddie the Anti-Drug Iguana was over my house for the pay-per-view the other day. Oh, he and, was? Uh, yeah. Holy shit. And there was a lot Did he get his of, autograph? Uh, and not the way I wanted it. Uh, there was a lot of cleanup in the area <laughs> that Eddie was sitting in. <laughs> All sorts of fluids, spilled booze. <laughs> so, no, it was wow. Tough. No drugs, though. Uh, I don't know. I, I know he didn't see much of the pay-per-view. He... You fell asleep. <laughs> oh, Todd Tatro is in the uh, chat room. <laughs> oh. Been a while. I missed that. All right. Well, let's hear from our friend over at Atomic Age Media, Jeremy McFarlane. All right. Hey, Trick or Treat Radio guys. It's Jeremy McFarlane. As you guys don't know who the fuck I am yet. Um, from Houston, Texas. What can I say, man? Four years, which... That means I'd probably be listening for about three years now. Nice. Wow. Shit. Um, though I never sent in voicemails or messaged on the Facebook or got any of that kind of stuff until much later. Um, just want to let you guys uh, know uh, happy fourth anniversary. And uh, hey, want to say happy anniversary? Here. It's for a show I listen to. What's your, what's your <laughs> friends of mine? Good buddies. Come on, say happy anniversary. Yeah, I say, happy anniversary. You see it? Come on. Want to do it together? Happy anniversary. anniversary. (laughs) Yes. That was cool, man. Say, trick. Trick. Or. Or. Treat. Trick or treat. Radio. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. All right. I'll be listening. I'll be watching, guys. Uh, take it easy. Love you all. Bye. Thank you, brother. That, that was, was amazing. That was, he's not allowed to listen, though, is he? Right? Like, no, I hope. I hope he's not listening. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe in a few years. Yeah, ten years. <laughs> Maybe when he's nine, right, MZ? Yeah, he can yeah. watch Hostel yeah, too and Blood Pigs. Yeah, Don't do that. Of course. Yeah, it's like that post that we have with people's first like horror thing, and everybody's like Godzilla. I can't remember who it is, but they're like, I saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the drive-in. I'm like, who was your dad, Monster Zero? (laughs) That's not good. Uh, We had one more thing for Mr. McFarlane. He had uh, an addendum. Hey, guys, I forgot one more thing. I'll make it real quick. Um, I know Goro is going to be on the show, um, and I would tell him on his show, but since he's going to be on here, I tell him now. Uh, I really appreciate you, brother. you got me through some hard times as well, as well as Trick or Treat Radio. And if I wouldn't have been listening to you, I wouldn't have found Trick or Treat Radio. And guys, um, I would have made some really great friends. The mighty Slagoth, uh, who I talk to very often. <clears throat> uh, Stephanie Wiley, uh, who's a fantastic human being. 
uh, as long with all of you guys, but just so easy to get along with, so easy to talk to at any time. Uh, Mr. Patrick Rahal, uh, all these people, you know, Izzy Nicole, it's a great family of people. Um, you know, Bobby Chains is such a nice, you know, he's always, he's, a, he's such a nice dude, man. And, and um, you know, everybody, nice. uh, you guys are all great. And it's a great family you got going on here and I'm glad to be part of it. I hope to be, you know, I'm pretty sure you guys let me into the clan. I'm, I'm, we're all here together in this, in this band of, uh, very band of fools. But uh, I really appreciate man. you guys, and I love what you've done. And you helped me get through the day, and we're, well, me and my son are playing video games right now. Sorry, <laughs> yelling back there. But uh, yeah, I just want to let you know I really appreciate you, and you know, happy four year anniversary, guys. Love you all, man. Bye. Thanks, Jeremy. Sounds like his kid is lifting. He's going to become another El Goro. Yeah, <laughs> cult of muscle. Yeah, cult of muscle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank thank you, buddy. We appreciate all the kind words, and uh, everyone go check out Atomic Age Media. They have a real fun thing going on over there. It's bi-weekly, so you can check it out every other Ooh. week or bi-monthly, I should say. Right? Is that yeah? Bi bi-monthly. Buy something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's move on and. This is weird. We got a we got a voicemail from Steve Jobs. How oh, the fuck did he leave a voicemail? Wow, from the great beyond. Yeah, well, let's check it out. I want to know your favorite Cronenberg movie. <laughs> wow, please. <laughs> All right, Steve. Well, Steve Jobs, everybody wants to know our favorite Cronenberg movie. Ooh, that's a tough one. Yeah. Anyone have uh, something on the top of their tip of their tongue? Yeah. Uh, with me, it's Videodrome. I, yeah, I, it's a t- I, yeah. I fucking love Videodrome, man. That that uh, that whole idea of body horror, you know, that Cronenberg is just a master of to begin with. Um, spectacular film, spectacular effects. It just has such an otherworldly feel to it. A very uneasy feel to it. Uh, also, it, it 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 rides that cusp of technology that we were just starting to learn about, you yeah, know. Yeah. And uh, and because of that, we don't know if technology was going to take us to that direction or if it's just Cronenberg's version of uh, of um, technology taking us into that direction and. Uh, for the most part, he, he was right, you know. But uh, it, it's 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 a creepy flick, and uh, you know, of course, James Woods, Debbie Harry, you know, it's just a phenomenal one-two punch of casting right there. Debbie Harry's fantastic in this movie. Uh, that might have been my pick, but I'm going to go with something else. So this may not be my favorite Cronenberg flick. But it's one that that I like a lot, and it might have been the first—I can't recall—it might have been the first one I saw of his. Actually, no, I probably saw The Fly first. Okay. But uh, I'm going to go with uh, Naked Lunch. Yeah, it is such a fucking bizarre film. And when I I saw this when I was like, I don't know, 18, and at that point, I don't think my mind could fully understand mm. what was going on in the movie. But I, I've seen it since, and I and I enjoy it quite a bit. And uh, you know, I I really. It's just something, I don't know, something very bizarre about it. And I really love Peter Weller in it yeah, as well. Yeah. So 
that that'll be my pick for now. And that's you know, if you ask me on another day, it might be something else, and it might even be video drone. But I wanted to pick something else. Uh, Cable's been playing the hell out of that movie lately too. So Cable, what is that? Uh, you know, HBO, uh, Showtime. Oh, okay. I don't have cable anymore, so. Oh well, I do. And they've, been, <laughs> they've been they've been playing it, and it's it is it is it's a twisted little flick. Marsman. I don't. I think, I think I know yours, but go ahead. I don't dislike any of his films, but I'm in, I'm one of those weird trolls who who like either end of his filmography better than his more famous middle. Mm. Um, I really adore um, Shivers. I think it's my favorite of his. Yep. Um, I also I really dig on Rabbit. Rabbit. Uh, I think. Yeah. The, you know, I'm surprised the, yours wasn't Rabbit. Yeah. The Brood. The Brood <laughs> has affected me in a way that I, I don't go back and watch it. But in that same way, there is something visceral about uh, um, a history of violence in Eastern Promises mm. that I feel really kind of fucked me up in a weird, like in a weird way too. Like so, like I, I, I you know, I love all this stuff. I, I love Cronenberg, but. Um, Shivers is my favorite, but I, I do love his you know early horror work uh, and that that weird little spike of of crime stuff he did on the tail end here. Yeah. Rave Chatter. Um, I and I, I love. I thought History of Violence was cast perfectly. Unfortunately, it's one of those. My favorite parts of the book were of the comic were were not included, but that's not you know you know there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just rewatched Dead Zone. Okay. Uh, but, uh, I mean, uh, probably a year ago, but, I mean, it's yeah. still fairly new. Um, and I just forgot, you know, just, just you know, who was even in that. So I, I really enjoyed that. But I got to give it to The Fly um, because, A, Jeff Goldblum being awesome, and he was on our show and told us to make love to that movie. <laughs> That's true. So I long for the day where that can happen. <laughs> so it's a good gotta, You got to have goals. Yeah, yeah, of yeah. course. Uh, Melissa in the chat room says, Brood. Brood is uh, Brood is fucking awesome. Those fucking little Dead kids Ringers, the, oh, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, Spider. Can't wait for the Screen Factory Dead Ringers. I know, right? It's a film I that need to spend be, some more time with. That is going to be insane. I didn't know he made a Friday the Thirteenth movie. He, he did a t- television series. Yeah, he was, yeah. It was, uh, He did the uh, one episode, I think, or two. I think he did the first, the pilot. I hope it wasn't because that was fucking terrible. Uh, but I think he did the, the pilot episode of the uh, the Friday the Thirteenth series. And he was also awesome in Nightbreed yes. as an a- actor. Yes, yes. <laughs> what he was also, he Sip was in Jason Goes to Space, though. Jason X at the beginning. He was, yeah. the, uh, he was the evil scientist that decided to unthaw Jason. And, yeah, he was uh, the one who got, he's the one who got the spear through the, through the chest okay. as he was running away. Yeah, I, I forgot he was in Nightbreed. Jesus. <laughs> and uh, Todd Tatro says, uh, I was in porn. Happy four years. Fuck it's true. You. Totally. Dual, dual, <laughs> and he says, do a porn episode next. And he worked with Monster Zero, too. Those two yeah. things. Are- <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. Todd we, we did a We did a film together. I'm, I'm, I'm working here with Todd these guys. And you, and, and you went to go do And you went to go do softcore porn. Thanks a lot. No. He wins. <laughs> he does. It's true. So, uh, Steve Jobs, thank you for calling in, thank my friend. Thank you, Steve Jobs. Yeah. That was a little weird. We kind of didn't broach. <laughs> that was Steve Jobs caught from the dead. Is he a zombie? Uh, apparently, yeah. I mean, he, he probably got buried with an iPhone so he could make calls. Oh, yeah, that's true. So, yeah, and the, wi- the Wi-Fi must be pretty good in that yeah. cast. Maybe yeah. he got buried in, a, in an eye coffin. <laughs> Maybe it looks like one of the boxes the iPhone comes in. <laughs> All right. Well, let's hear from. Complete with illegitimate instructions. <laughs> 
Our good buddy from the Arkham Copter. Oh. Uh-oh. Josh. Oh, I have to... Cho- uh, of course, Windows 10 is going to make me choose what program to play his file in. Mm. There we go. Hey, Trick or Treat Radio guys. It's uh, Josh from the Arkham Film Society here. Calling in with an extra late uh, four-year anniversary message. Uh, I did not have a chance to watch uh, the film... <clears throat> this that's week, okay. terribly sorry because it's a film uh, that's kind of always been on my list of movies to watch. Uh, unfortunately, I started a new job end of last week, and uh, so I've been pretty busy with that. Um, calling it late today because I had to work that job and then go straight to a projection job that I just got out of. But four years, congratulations, guys! I mean, you've been doing a hell of a job. Uh, a weekly show for this long I mean it's no secret I mean podcasts come and go like crazy it's a you know it's a real testament that you guys have stuck around this long and um, I'm happy that you're here you know I get to be involved I get to listen um, and it's generally very entertaining so um, you guys keep up the great work uh, I'll keep calling in to yes. uh, add what I can. And I uh, can't wait to hear the episode, and I can't wait to listen to four more years of Trick and Treat Radio. Alright? You guys have a good one. Thanks, Josh, buddy. We, we love your contributions, love having you as a friend, and uh, we're definitely due to have Josh yeah. in studio again soon, so yeah. we'll, hopefully that'll happen in the, in the near future, but I know he's a, he's a busy guy, People and are so mean. it's tough to coordinate. What? What? People are so mean. Why? People keep saying that we have to do this for four more years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's next go to first time Mike. Oh, that dude. What's up, trick or treat family? What's up? Happy Mike? fourth anniversary. Thank you, buddy. Happy anniversary to Johnny Dynamo. Thank you. Monster Zero, Raven Shadow. Thank you. And hello to the guests tonight, uh, El Goro, Jake, CDR. And if I missed anybody because I didn't know they're on here, hello to you. Hello to everybody in the chat room right now and uh, listening either now or later. Uh, You know, you guys have come to be, I always say trick-or-treat family. At first I started doing it, you know, to uh, to be somewhat different and but you know what? I really think this is kind of a family atmosphere. You guys are really inclusive. I mean, like I said before, I was a new guy, and you guys tr- uh, treated me nice, even with voicemails and stuff. But you include everybody on that, no matter you know, from Pat's, from Nick's reviews to Patsy's science facts, you know, to my ramblings, to the eloquent uh, words of El Goro, uh, Jakey stuff, and it's nice. It's uh, nice to be on Facebook and see on Friday mornings, hey, you know, cameo, uh, everybody there in a cameo by, you know, first time Michael. Yeah, man. I can point it out to family and friends, and they look at me kind of funny, but <laughs> hey, it's my name on Facebook, and they think it's funny. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, I, I actually gotten people asking me about, you know, being on, you know, one friend said, it's like, oh, I didn't know you had a podcast. And I said, I do voicemails, but you guys are so inclusive that. Hey, I, I feel like I'm part of Trick or Treat Radio in a way. Definitely, and true. 
it's also led me to other, you know, great podcasts, like any, all the shows on the Grand Guignol Network. And from there, like Talk Without Rhythm, Cult yeah. of Muscle, yeah. The Faculty of Horror, yeah. Rito Violenta. And my voicemail experience here has gotten me brave enough where I have done um, a voicemail and some uh, emails to Talk Without Rhythm. Nice. Yeah, and awesome. I've commented here, there, and other forums. And... It is a lot of because of you guys. And also the fact that when I joined the FIB right away, right off the bat, Johnny and Dynamo friended me on Facebook right away. So not just are they interested in my opinions on on the FIB, they also, you know, get to know everybody as a a person. I've made other friends uh, since then. And if I haven't friended you, it's not that I, I like all you guys. It's... I do consider it family, and I like to think that, in my own, you know, in my own way, I am, you know, I can honestly say that, hey, I'm part of, you know, yeah, I'd like to represent Trick or Treat Radio at a convention in like in, in my neck of the woods, and I'd hand out flyers to say, hey, listen to Trick or Treat Radio, it's a great show. Thanks, wow. dude. Thank uh, you. Once again, you know, love you guys. Hello to everybody. Happy anniversary, and. Wishing for many more. You guys take care. Bye. Oh, man. That, that was super sweet. Thank and you, Mike. I know that uh, first time Mike says that we're inclusive, but I love whenever he calls in, he says, you know, hello to everyone on the show, right. everyone in the chat room, everyone listening on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I love that he's so inclusive about it. Yeah. And, he do, you, know, you know, he doesn't need to be. He's just calling, he's just calling us, you know. Uh, but it, it's it's fucking awesome, and he's such a cool guy, and uh, I, I I'm so thankful that you know I don't, whether we're responsible or not. I I love that that you're being more active in in yeah. the community, whether or not like we helped it. I you know that's that's neither here nor there, but I love that you're you know interacting with other shows and you know Algoro and uh, Talk Without Rhythm and listening to all the all these other shows, and it's awesome, man. It's all. One big family, like you yeah. like to say. I um, I plagiarize him every single time I call Punch Farm. <laughs> yeah, I I I say I open up every every uh, message with a uh, hello Punch family. There you go. So, so we're yeah, taking stuff go. from first time Mike too. But no, it's fucking awesome, and thank you for for calling in, and uh, we love hearing from you, buddy. So uh, let's check with the chat room real quick. Uh, Todd Tatro says, too bad Raven Shadow can't be a part of it. I assume he means the, the porn. He could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Uh, oh, first time Mike said Shivers is his pick for Cronenberg. Uh, yeah, it's a good one. I love it. And he said, good night, everybody. Happy anniversary, guys. Thanks, buddy. And <laughs> Tim from Korea is hanging out. Nice. He's, he says, first time Mike is a stud prince rocker. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, How fucking cool was that picture of uh, Tim and Karanda? Oh, oh my god! And Can Evernall, the director of Basket, yeah. right? Yeah. Boner yeah. inducing. Oh, I'm so envious of that man. Yeah, yeah. that's Jesus. jealousy right there, man. Tim was hanging out with Karando and Khan, or Can. I don't know if you say Can or Khan, but uh, uh, that was so fucking cool. So so envious of uh, it's can. of him. If you he say was, Khan, you have to yell it. Well, you know, I don't. <laughs> Maybe uh, maybe Tim, if he's in, still in the chat room, can let us know if it's uh, con or can. But uh, so super cool. And I know that Tim had some stories. Uh, maybe we'll have to get Tim on to tell some stories about Bifam. Because yeah. it sounds like it was a great time. 
Let's get Tim and Brian Harris on at the same time so I can finally... Why don't you... uh, Yeah. Yeah. I'm such a dick. I've been wanting to get that guy on forever. So let's move on to... Let's hear from uh, another podcast rock star in his own right, uh, Mr. Kevin Hornsby. Oh, yeah. What's going on, Trick or Treat Radio? This is Kevin here from Cleveland. Just calling to wish you guys a happy four-year anniversary yeah, with yeah. the show. Thank you, buddy. Uh, like I said on episode 200, it's uh, such a great feat to make it this far in the land of podcasting. Um, not too many shows have done it, and I'm so happy I get to listen to you guys every week. Just uh, deliver such awesome shows. And uh, thank you again for creating such a great community. Uh, like I said, I'm kind of rehashing some stuff I said on episode 200. But, hey, whatever. <laughs> uh, MZ, I just wanted to come to your defense. I yes. love Long Jean Silver. I think it was a fairly important film in the world of adult cinema. I agree. And uh, I, I, I'm a big fan. I love the work that Vinegar Syndrome had put out, yeah. uh, put into the last DVD release. Um, I did have the pleasure of meet Jean Silver uh, nice. a few years ago at Cinema Wasteland here in Cleveland. Nice. And she was such an awesome lady. Um, so nice. She signed my DVD for free, and uh, she ended up, her and my girlfriend were showing each other all their tattoos and stuff. Ooh. Yeah, she, she was really cool. But uh, I wouldn't implore you to check out uh, Vinegar Syndrome put out Blu-ray of uh, the film Sex World if you haven't seen it. Mm. You would really enjoy that one, so uh, definitely check that out. Um, and then I was trying to come up with a good question. I couldn't really come up with anything too good, so... I guess we're halfway, a little over halfway through the year, and uh, most of my highly anticipated films have come and gone already, but I was just curious to see what you guys were looking forward to the rest of this year. I personally, I'm, excuse me, really looking forward to seeing Boyka, and uh, I'm trying to think, the new the new Godzilla Resurgence looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Right. Um Hopefully, Phantasm Ravenger comes out. Hopefully, for fuck's uh, sake. Other than that, yeah, just uh, kind of curious to see what you guys are looking forward to. Um, there's one more I was going to say, and I can't remember it now, of course. Um, oh, 31, of course, yeah. Mm-hmm. That looks pretty awesome. I'm excited, always excited to see a new Rob Zombie film come out. Um, but yeah, just curious to see what you guys are looking forward to. So, cool. Anyway, congratulations on uh, four years with Trick or Treat Radio. Um, I'm hoping for another four years if you guys don't murder each other. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys have a good rest of your show. I'll talk to you later. Thank you so much, Kevin. And uh, folks out there, if you have not already done so, you should check out Kevin's podcast. He does Radio Violenta, and he also does Strange Highways, a Twilight Zone yeah. podcast. Both very, very good, very good quality, uh, good both. discussion. Uh, Kevin's a, a very cool guy. And uh, go check his stuff out. So, to answer his question, what are we looking forward to? Well, I do have a list of stuff that I want us to review, so I'm going to actually use that uh, to kind of cheat a little bit. And uh, I think number one for me is, I don't know if it's even coming out this year, but The Void, which is Steve Kostansky and uh, Jeremy Gillespie. From uh, Astron Six, right, yeah. right. it's oh, their yeah. straight-up horror movie. Right, that one looks fucking unbelievable. So excited! I don't know if that's coming out this year or not. Uh, another one we're going to probably review soon. It, it, the VOD got pushed back, uh, but Train to Busan is a Korean flick, Korean zombie flick that looks pretty interesting. Uh, the Greasy Strangler looks like a very interesting movie. <laughs> don't know if any of you guys have seen that uh, trailer yet. 
let's see here. Tag is a horror flick from uh, Science uh, Shine Sono. Nice. So, nice. kind of interested in. I don't know if that's coming out this year, but that's on. Uh, uh, that's on my list. Uh, let's see what else is here. Obviously, thirty-one, and I know yep. uh, Stephanie is uh, is typing thirty-one several times in the chat room. I know she's looking forward to that, and I believe that's all I have. I could have sworn there was something. Oh, one that uh, we'll have we'll have some news about in just a, a few minutes. Uh, the Mind's Eye. We haven't uh, seen Neon Demon yet either. No, but that's out. So, right. yeah. okay. but yes, we will. It, when that hits VOD, we're going to review that. Yeah. And uh, I think that's pretty much all the ones that I have uh, that I'm really looking forward to. The Wailing as well, which uh, Agoro just reviewed on his show this past week. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to Wailing. <laughs> and yeah, I think I think that's I think that's all I got on my list. And uh, Tim says seeing Greasy Strangler at an all nighter Saturday night. Nice. So. He's going to check that out. Uh, Melissa is taking off. She says, Good night, love's got four doubles ahead of me. Congrats. Jesus. Ooh. Wow. It's a it's lot of Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's what she means. Oh. Uh, so, thank you, Kevin. And uh, everyone go check out his shows because that yeah. dude is awesome. I'm really excited for Beyond the Gates. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just don't know if that's coming out right, this year, yeah. but yeah. Beyond definitely. the Gates, uh, The Void, and Karate Killer are ones that like I feel like I kind of game changers and the thing like if one of those drops uh it'll match mind's eye as my most anticipated like thing to see um uh i'm also super excited for for boyka undisputed um and Fanta- and phantasm ravager if it comes out uh yeah. but i think that uh, i think that's it though um I was more interested in 31 before I saw the trailer, so now I'm just hoping it defies kind of my, my expectations of it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to 31 myself. Yeah. Uh, Tim has seen it. Tim uh, from Korea has seen 31, and he really? says, if you're a zombie fan, 31 will make you spill your rice pudding. Nice. I like rice pudding, too. <laughs> so uh, there you have it. Is that yeah. a good thing? Yes. Yeah. That's a good thing in, in, in his estimation. Sure. Uh, let's hear from Slagoff. He's going to read to us, I think. Yes. Okay, this is an excerpt from The Wastelands, Dark Tower, Book 3, uh, subchapter 19. We are Cartet, Roland began, which means a group of people bound together by fate. The philosophers of Byland said Cartet could only be broken by death or treachery. My great teacher, Court, said that since death and treachery are also spokes on the wheel of Ka, such a binding can never be broken. As the years pass, and I see more, I have come more and more to Court's way of looking at it. Each member of Cartet is like a piece of a puzzle taken by itself. Each piece is a mystery, but when they are put together, they make a picture, or a part of a picture. It may take a great many cartets to finish one picture. You mustn't be surprised if you discover your lives have been touching in ways you haven't seen until now. For one thing, 
Each of you three is capable of knowing each other's thoughts. What? Eddie cried. It's true. You share your thoughts so naturally that you haven't even been aware it's been happening. But it has been. It's easier for me to see, no doubt, because I am not a full member of this quartet, possibly because I am not from your world, and so cannot take part completely in the thought-sharing ability. But I can send. Susanna, do you remember when you were in the circle? Yes. You told me to let the demon go while you when you told me to, but you didn't say it out loud. That's that. I'll do another one. Hold on, because we're going <laughs> to run out. <laughs> have you guys read this? Oh, wait, no, we have time, guys. I'm sorry. No. No. Eddie, Haven't you, Mars? Do you remember when what? we were in the bear's clearing and this the mechanical bats came one? at you? Yeah. Yes. You told me to get down. Was it, I assume it's from Dark Tower. Is that what he it is? He never opened yeah, his mouth, Eddie, Susanna said. Oh, okay. Yes, you did. You yelled. I heard you, man. I yelled all right, but I did it with my mind. The gunslinger turned to Jake. Do you remember in the house when the board I was pulling on wouldn't come up? You told me to pull the other one, but you can't read my mind, Roland. How did you know what kind of trouble I was in? I saw. I heard nothing, but I saw just a little as if through a dirty window, his eyes surveyed them. This closeness of sharing of minds is called keth, a word which means other things in the original tongue of the old world. Water. Oh, and they got cut off. Let's uh, finish up. There's a, uh, another part to this. I think he finishes up this passage, maybe. Sorry, guys, got cut off there. Uh, let's see. Where the fuck? Who never <laughs> cut off? But I'm going to just go from. Uh, where I think I left off. Uh, let's see. Okay, so Roland says to Jake, I saw, I heard nothing, but I saw just a little, as if through a dirty window. His eyes surveyed them. The closeness and the sharing of minds is called keth, a word which means many other things in its original tongue of the old world. Water, birth, and life force are only three of them. Be aware of it for now. That's all I want. Can you be aware of something you don't believe in? Eddie asked. Roland smiled. Just keep an open mind. We're getting that like an audio book uh, extras here from, from Slagoth. Roland, yeah. I love it was it. Jake. Do you think Oi might be part of our quartet? Susanna smiled. Roland didn't. I'm not prepared to even guess right now, but I'll tell you this, Jake. I've been thinking of your fairy little friend a good deal. Ka does not rule all, and coincidences still happen. But the sudden appearance of a Billy Bumbler that still remembers people doesn't seem completely coincidental to me. He glanced around at them. I'll begin. Eddie will speak, taking up from the place where I leave off. Then Susanna, Jake, you'll speak last, all right? They nodded. Fine, Roland said. We are quartet, one for many. Let the palaver begin. Indeed. And that's what we are, brothers and sisters. We are quartet. There you go. I love you all. Oh, oh man. man. I mean that shit. Love and light, baby. With a little bit of darkness sprinkled in there. Hell yeah. Slagoth, everyone. 
Uh, go awesome. support this dude Thank with you, his dude. GoFundMe. You just heard the soothing sounds of Flagoth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we're going to end things off with our boy, Jaja Blinks. Oh, shit. Boy, Jaja Blinks. Yeah. The breath. Just calling in to wish you guys a happy four year anniversary. Uh, that's fucking crazy. Uh, I would love to go back and listen to all the episodes, but not all of us are cr- as crazy as Nick is. Uh, four years, man. That's fucking insane. Uh, you guys have been doing a podcast just as long as uh, Donald Trump's going to be president. Oh, so, come that's on. That's a fucking scary thought. Come I on. I miss all you guys. I just wanted to say thank you so much for doing what you guys do. You guys are a savior every Friday or on Wednesdays if I have time to tune in. I'm going to try and tune in a little bit. I'm finishing up a wedding video. Nice. Uh, And that's really about it. I hope you guys have a great show. I also left you guys a little present. Uh There's a nice little link in your email inbox. Uh I hope you guys enjoy that. I'll give you one hint. It will blow your mind. Oh, shit. All right, guys. Have a great show. Have fun. Suck a dick. (laughs) (laughs) It's authentic because he really wants us. (laughs) All right. Well, the link that he was referring to is going to be the flick we review next week. Oh, what was one of the movies that we just said we're looking forward to this year? Could it be the mind? The mind. Don't make them guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I think it's served on a fucking platter right now. Yeah. The movie that our boy Jarrett Blinkhorn was a part of, he was one of the producers of The Mind's Eye, and he has hooked us up with a link so we can screen this flick early. We are going to review The Mind's Eye next week. I am so fucking excited. This is one of my most anticipated flicks of the year, and it has been uh, all year, and uh, we're going to review it. I hope we love it, because I'll be really upset <laughs> if, if Jared hates us. <laughs> treat. <laughs> Already, it's a treat. I haven't seen it yet. Yep. It's uh, got the Scalata endorsement, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. It's got a lot of endorsements, and I'm so, 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 so excited to see The Mind's Eye. We are going to review it next week. It does come out on VOD on August 5th. So our review will happen two days prior to it coming out. So you guys will get you psyched up. We won't spoil anything. Get you already all lubed up. And then on Friday, you can catch it on VOD. So that's next week. We're going to review The Mind's Eye. So excited about that. Hey, Wolfie. Yo. It's real John Carpenter. <laughs> what the fuck was that about? Well, I was right. Yeah, by accident. Yeah. No, it sounded like... It's- Sounded like John Carpenter, and turns out it was. So I mean, I knew I got the reference. I'm like, I, I love John Carpenter. 
<laughs> I don't uh, know. I'm, Blinks does a lot of stuff. I thought he could be playing, you know, music in his spare time. I hear he hang glides, goes splunking. You know, a lot of things he does. Yeah. You know? <laughs> All right. Uh, Tim from Korea says, oh, you guys need to check out the trailer for The Lore. It's a, a bizarre Polish mermaid musical. So uh, it actually played at the Boston Underground Film Fest, and I unfortunately was not present that day. But it looked pretty interesting, and I did want to check it out. So uh, that one looks pretty interesting. And I think that's it for voicemail. Let me just double-check, make sure there's no late entries. No wild voicemails coming across here. Nope. All right, so I think we got them all. Uh, We do have an email, though. And uh, it is from one of the generous, generous people who donated to our fundraiser. Uh, who I didn't even know listened to the show. I don't even know this person, but Mars does. His name is Mr. Gardner. Oh, no shit. Yeah, he left us uh, an awesome email. Well, thanks. And the subject is fucking everything. <laughs> he said, what's Sounds up? like the 90s. What's up, Trick or Treat Radio? Jesse G here. Just wanted to say I love the show. I love all the Grand Guignol Network shows. I've only been listening to you guys for a few months, so I'm a bit late to the party. I guess it's kind of a blessing in disguise because I've been able to binge listen during my 50-plus hour work weeks. I have a bunch of stuff to bring up slash ask. This is a bit of a throwback, but when everyone was coming up with names for Raven Shadow's car, how did no one think of the Django Jetta? Granted, the the drunk take is perfect, but still, Django Fett, Django Jet, ah, you get the point. Right. It's good. That's good. That's good. That's good. Second, watched and purchased I Saw the Devil. Fucking awesome. There you go. I forget who mentioned the good, the bad, and the weird movie during the review, but that's what got me to see this movie. I had seen uh, the good, the bad, and the weird a couple years ago and loved it. Uh, this is in reference to last week's question about existing property- properties you would want to see made into a video game slash comic and vice versa. MZ, they already have a Battle Royale-type game for PC called The Culling. Really? You're dropped into an enclosure. You have to scavenge slash build weapons. Crates drop from the sky that have other weapons and supplies you can pick up. It's pretty cool. You can find it on Steam for 15-ish bucks. Hmm. Too bad you don't uh, play PC games. No, I don't. All right. Well, it sounds cool. Yeah. Uh, I think I've heard of The Culling. I have not played it, though. So that's a, that's a good endorsement. Maybe I'll check that out. Another video game thing, uh, another video game I think you guys will love and really uh, nails everything you're about is the Hotline Miami games. These, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. These games are top-down shooters, very reminiscent of the old diehard games that came out for Sega Genesis back in the day. Mm-hmm. The difference is that Hotline Miami is hyper-violent and has an insanely awesome 80s aesthetic throughout both games. The soundtrack is amazing and so are the visuals. The second one is very influenced by the cult VHS community. And uh, I actually own uh, Hotline Miami, and I've only played it a little bit. I liked what I played of it, but but time just is not right. in my favor, and I haven't had a chance to play it in a while. But uh, maybe I'll, I'll have to dig it back out and uh, play it for a little bit because yeah. uh, it was pretty fun. I'm, I'm glad I don't have Steam because uh, at least the games I buy and don't open, I can hold them and look at them sometime. Like, on Steam, they would just be file names. Yeah. 
So uh, Jesse finishes up and says, Lastly, the Blinkbuster video segments. They're fucking awesome. I feel like you guys should do monthly or bi-monthly segments of this. Yeah. I remember my first movie store. It was in South Grafton in the plaza next to the first Dynamo store. Yeah, yeah. I went there too. I forget the name of it. I was never really into horror, but I remember being a kid and just walking down the horror aisle. Was it St. Pierre, was it? It might have been. They had, sorry to cut you off. They, they, they had a poster of, uh, of April Fool's Day, I think, or whatever the one... Well, the, the, hit, the ponytail that was the noose. April Fool's Day. Okay, yeah. yeah. That stood out to me. Uh, he says, I was just in awe of the box art and the creepy visuals. I don't know if this is just how I remember it or whether it was really like this. But that aisle was always way darker and creepier than the rest of the store. It was like they poorly lit the aisle on purpose and the lights were always flickering. Uh, sorry for dragging on, but I've been listening a lot and have been storing a bunch of things to say for a big email dump. Wolfie, you do great producing. Uh, you, you do great work producing, wrangling the group when they go on for too long, like me right now. Mars, you're awesome, man, and I'm so glad you're doing well. I can't thank you enough for all the awesome times I had at Dynamos. Thanks, buddy. I feel the same. You really shaped my taste in music. Colorblind, Sunform, Huck, Gata. These are all amazing local bands that are still in constant rotation on my iPod. And now I have Teal to add to that list. Keep up the phenomenal work, all of you, and I can't wait for the four-year anniversary show next week. P.S. I have a metric shit ton of genuine movie posters from when I worked at the Westboro Movie Theater that I'm willing to donate. They may not all be uh, horror cult film posters, but they're the real deal. Let me know. Well, that's very, very (laughs) kind of you, Jesse, and uh, uh, maybe we'll we'll be in touch because, uh, first of all, he he should be getting a few posters, so uh, if you have a chance to take a look at what we got... Let me know if you want any of those, and I'll put them aside for you for sure. And, uh, yeah, man, if you have some more, uh, we'll certainly take them. I mean, I'm sure some of our listeners would appreciate that. So uh, let's uh, coordinate that. But thank you for taking the time to write that awesome email and, and for checking us out and listening to all the shows on the Grand Guignol Network. It really means a lot to me. So thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, I th- think that uh, – let me just check Twitter, actually. i gotta, uh, I got to sign on real quick. So do you guys have anything uh, – that you want to say while I'm setting this up? Just thanks, everybody, so much. Yeah, four years, man. It's been a wild ride. Thank you, everybody. How wild has it been? Ooh. So wild it can't even be mentioned. If Mr. Toad's <laughs> telling you it's so wild, <laughs> <maybe not>. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Toad. <laughs> and thank you, assholes, huh? You thanking us? Yeah. All right, yeah. Thank you. Thank Three, you. two of you. Hey. Two. <laughs> I have an Colin. idea. <laughs> I think I just saw Monster Zero's balls. Oh my god, <laughs> they were weird. Was he Ray Bradbury over here? Huh? <laughs> what the? F- Is that a new shirt? For about a month. Hmm. It was on the other night. I was watching it. The Jaws pictures. Yeah. The Jaws pictures. I don't own a Jaws shirt. Well, I well, that's not true. I have a couple of Quinn. Oh yeah, like, yeah Miscellaneous yeah. side businesses that. Quinn may or may not have been into <laughs> but no, making and no, I mean, while we're touring. nice while we're all you know slobbering each other, um, <laughs> yeah, getting closer and closer to JJ Blink's request. <laughs> um, no nah, man, everyone's really awesome. You know, say we we've named some names today, and those we haven't. I mean, there's too many people we'd forget um, and probably already have, but it's just been awesome, really, um, to do this all the time. Like I'm. I'm and I'm running on. I'll probably get two hours sleep tonight. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, 
Yeah, right. You know, but it's it, it's worth it, and it's a lot of fun. So, all right, I got some tweets here, and let me see what was from last week and what wasn't. Um, all right, so we. Uh, it looks like there was. Uh, I think I mentioned it last time, but Bloody Disgusting was asking for recommendations for podcasts to check out, and a couple people had mentioned us, was, which was very awesome. And wow. uh, so I replied, and you know, obviously shamelessly self promoted ourselves as well as uh, the Elm Street Kids, Night of the Living Podcast, Faculty of Horror, Bloody Good Horror, <laughs> uh, mostly because those shows focus on horror. You know, <laughs> obviously we have a lot of other um, awesome shows that we are close with, but. They focus on on film in general, not just horror. Um, but it was nice of uh, another living podcast to reply and say, "Love these guys," uh, meaning us. So very kind of those guys to do that. Uh, the Cromcast did a follow Friday and said, "For a good time, listen to Gentlemen Nerds, The Deadites, Talk Without Rhythm, Blurry Photos, Nerd Louisville, Faculty of Horror, and Sons of Metal." So it's uh, pretty awesome to be included in that list yeah. of awesome people. Chromecast is rock stars, too. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Blurry Photos replied to that and said, found on a rest stop bathroom stall. <laughs> so Nice. And uh, Sons of Metal cast says, watch out for that glory hole. <laughs> Apparently, they know where MZ hangs out. Yeah. <laughs> Tell them about CDR. <laughs> yeah, on the dock. <laughs> and, Day 94. And then uh, Dynamo had, a, had an exchange with uh, Worgen Riku who's uh, been following us for a few weeks now and uh, just talking about uh, about the show. And, I mean, you guys are going back and forth for a little bit, so I'm not going to read all of it. But uh, thanks to uh, Worgen Riku for, for hanging out, for tweeting at us and, and checking out the show. So I believe that is it. We have some exciting stuff coming up next week. Like I said, we're reviewing The Mind's Eye. So excited to see this flick. Very, very excited. And uh, after that... The week after that, we're just firming up some details. We got we got some pretty cool stuff coming up for the week after, and uh, so August should be should be a fun time. I, I do real quickly. We didn't get to any of the plugs mostly because I wanted to to uh, talk to Bill. I didn't want to be plugging shit while he was on. So, um, but uh, out there, if you guys want to support the show right now, we do have a fundraiser going on, and we're about halfway to our goal. I would love to get to that goal because uh, there's a lot of other stuff that we want to do. Uh, equipment, I also wouldn't mind getting an AC for the other room, especially when uh, on Saturdays when when there's a, a podcast recording and another one that's waiting to do their show in the green room, uh, they're sweating it out. So maybe it wouldn't be bad to get another AC. So if you guys want to, we only have a couple weeks left of this fundraiser. Um, I don't want to extend <laughs> this if... if you know, if, uh, if we don't have to. So I'd love to get some more contributions. We have posters for you guys. Every $25 you spend uh, that you donate will get you a poster. You just got to pick it and let us know. And uh, But there's some other cool stuff. We have some cool prizes. We have this little, I don't know if you guys are watching live, we have a, a cool dragon uh, that's a custom-made dragon that the chain gang donated. Um, we have, we don't have the pieces in our hands yet, but Derek Rook, Coming through again, he's giving us some original artwork because he is such a fucking cool guy. So we're going to have some original Derek Rook artwork to give away. We have some other cool stuff. I, I think uh, I haven't verified this, but I think we may have a certain host of a Tuesday podcast with a signed book of his. Oh. Dynamo. You know, you must know what I'm talking about. 
He doesn't because he's not listening. A Tuesday podcast? Yes. What show gets released on Tuesday on the network? Us. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Never mind. <laughs> You're as bad as these guys. I know who it is. Unchained. Who is it? He Tell likes him. shocks. No, that's on Thursday. No. Guy, it's Thursday's in the throw fucking it, name of the show. Throw it out Tuesday. <laughs> uh, oh. He writes books. Oh. Oh, uh, the other one. Um, the other one. Uh, yeah, 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 oh, my boy. My fucking God. Um, you guys are the, the worst. The great television crossover universe. I like the great edition. See? <laughs> Robert Ronski. Yes, thank you. So I got confused because I was thinking of like a... a I was thinking of Patsy, too, and I knew it wasn't Thursday. So. Well, Patsy is, is donating. I don't remember exactly what movie, but uh, he's donating a movie that's signed by Bill Murray, uh, which apparently he, he, it's tough to get his uh, autograph, I guess. So that's a pretty rare thing. So there's cool stuff. I want to get this up to the, to the goal. <laughs> so if you guys are on the fence or if you haven't donated yet, uh, go ahead. And you can. there's a lot of cool things. You can be on the show, on our show, on any of the network shows. So there's a lot of cool stuff. Check it out. Go to com. Click on the Grand Guignol fundraiser ticket. It'll bring you right to the page, give you all the information you need to know about that. And uh, I'm not going to go through all the other plugs. It's all on the front page of com. Go there. Check it out. And uh, this has been a fun show. It was awesome hanging out with Bill. I'm so excited about his project. Well, for fuck's sake. It's, uh, it's fucking awesome. I'm so so happy for him and so glad that he's able to to do that with Kyle uh, making a documentary about cult cinema it's so fucking cool and then uh, it was always a blast to hang out with uh, the boys from the Cult of Muscle and El Goro uh, just love having them on such a cool dynamic and uh, such nice guys and I can't wait to hang out with El Goro for Rock and Shock it's going to be a blast so go check out all those shows if you finish this podcast you got this far and you're looking for something else go check out all those shows Outside the Cinema Cult of Muscle and then also our buddy Al Goro on the uh, Talk Without Rhythm podcast. And then check out all the shows on the network. Unchained, we got the Television Crossover Universe, we got the Elm Street Kids Movie Club, we got Throwdown Thursday, obviously Trick or Treat Radio, and we also have the Outside Corner Fantasy Baseball podcast. <coughs> so, I think that's going to do it. It's getting late, getting long in the tooth. Uh, do you guys have any final thoughts? I know you guys kind of already said them, but if you have any final, final thoughts... MZ, you're falling asleep? Yes, I am. <laughs> All right. Well, why don't you say your goodbye then? Arrivederci, douchebags. All right. Raven Chad, are you good? Uh, yeah, thank you. We got to go. <laughs> All right, Mars man. Remember, children, wherever you go, there you are. All right, everyone. Thank you, seriously, from the bottom of our dark, dark hearts. Four years. We can't thank you enough. And uh, really, like, things just keep getting more and more exciting. I, I, I look forward to doing this more and more all the time. And it's mostly because of you guys out there. And uh, thank you so much for allowing us to do this and for for helping us out. So, until next week, episode 210, we're going to review the Mind's Eye. Cannot wait. We will see you then. Take care, everyone. Coke over there? <laughs> yeah. Masturbating, now he's doing Coke. Can I come over? Dude, only, only when I do the show with you guys, I have to get prepared like this. <laughs> your podcast, we'll get bathrobes.